Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the Game Awards. The Game Awards! 2018. 2018. Um, this is our, uh, our first first episode in December. Mm. Is it? It's the sixth. So. Oh yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Dang, dude. So uh, Merry Christmas. Merry it's Christmas. Officially the, uh, so the the Christmas season. I, what, what my confusion was was like <laughs> on Saturday was the first, and so I was like last week I was thinking like oh man it's like the December uh, yeah, yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. anyway the Christmas music began last week the yeah that's intro. fine it's fine so on on Thanksgiving or day after Thanksgiving Black sure. Friday yes that's the one. That's um, not even Black Friday. That was the week after Black Friday, what? right? Last right? week was Black Friday, wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Oh, no. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, no. There was five Thursdays in November oh, yeah, this time. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. Time. So last Friday was <laughs> November 30th? November 30th. Okay. The day before December. <laughs> we were on the cusp. December Eve. Yes. <laughs> December Eve. You know that old holiday everybody yeah. celebrates? December Eve. December Eve. Yeah. Got to open at least one gift on December Eve. I haven't even bought any gift. Bought, bought, and bought. I haven't even bought. That's a Southern Illinois thing. <laughs> I'm bought. Oh man. Every every once in a while, like <sighs> I'll say like a word, and I'll be like, I don't think anybody else says that word. That like, and then like when you're like, oh, you know, like oh, <laughs> I spilled something. Yeah, ope is not a word. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's like, totally a thing that people say in Southern Illinois. I mean, but that might be a thing people I think say. So, I think in the Midwest. Thing. Yeah, as I said, like the whole entire like. <laughs> Portion of like from here to Texas, I yeah. feel like they they say that you know both with the L, yeah, yeah, both. That's, that's with a the Midwest L. thing. That's a good one. That's that's one that I say a decent amount. I know. I catch myself <laughs> saying it all the time. <laughs> it's like, uh, there's no L in that word. There isn't an L at all. Mm, mm. <laughs> and if you hear me say both instead of both, <laughs> or if you say like both, <laughs> both, <laughs> both. Both <laughs> makes it, it makes it sound like I don't know. It's like explosive. If you yeah, well, it in the course sentence is more like, "Hey, both of us went down to the store." It's like, well, there's not an L. I that's mean, right. That's it's just right. not super pronounced. Well, like we should put L's in like other things. I was just thinking about other words that you could put L's into. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like I don't know. I don't know. Like don't what else? <laughs> like what I don't know. Ones. I don't. What else <laughs> do you put L's into? <laughs> <laughs> we should come up with something. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Similar to at the uh, the Game Awards when the Dolby Atmos per people, oh my the, goodness, the blanket of sound. No, he said I was. Uh, what? Hang on, I texted it to you. I gotta find the exact it's a quote. Sound blanket. Yeah, he's. Um, <laughs> hang on, he said <laughs> it covers you in a sound blanket. It is sound blanket. <laughs> like it makes it makes more sense to say it covers you in a blanket of sound. Right. Oh, okay. Right. I get it. No, it covers you in a sound blanket. <laughs> It also doesn't help that there's a real thing that's yeah. a sound blanket. <laughs> I was about to say, as, as like audio engineers, we're sitting here going, I know what a sound blanket is. It's yeah. not this. No. As for, if, you're, if you're covered in it, you're, it's real muffly. It's, it's, it's supposed it, to cut, cut down on the sound. It is. And uh, you could potentially die if you get covered too much by a sound <laughs> too blanket. Too many sound you know, blankets. It's like you get smothered, man. Um, yeah. And the, the, this is the funny thing with Dolby Atmos. I think, number one, I'll just say it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the best probably surround sound decoder out there for a home theater agreed it's fascinating whenever i got the headset like i got a headset for my xbox um and 
like you try which the, one did you get so the same one that you have I what believe. Catherine Catherine uh, and her parents uh, oh. like went in for for Christmas and we celebrated Christmas a few weeks ago what and else I did you get that I didn't find out just about just that oh just I that mean, <laughs> and like and some like toothpaste and no, body yeah, soap yeah, and, and things like that like you know just um, things that you look at yeah. you're getting as a gift so and you be download, like why, would, why like what are you trying to say here you know so you download Dolby Atmos yes and yeah. so I downloaded it and but like the, there's two different things that you can use on the Xbox like the Xbox oh, yeah. has its own uh-huh. surround sound yep. and then Dolby Atmos has its surround sound yeah. and it's like it's drastically like oh, yeah. improved like the Dolby Atmos is so nice well what's funny is like a lot of uh, movies and games now actually like they mix it in Dolby Atmos yeah so unless you're decoding it in Dolby Atmos you're not actually hearing the surround sound they meant you to hear side note was disappointed that they didn't have dolby atmos uh surround mixing for the game awards tonight mm. i was like oh that's a bummer like i literally just put it on like put it on the headset to find out like, mixer while i don't even know if mixer has that i don't know that's a good point too I mean, I mean, like that you have to have your like i don't even know if netflix has it does netflix have i don't dolby know atmos? that's a good good question I know that they're doing Dolby Vision but right now. I do think like that would have been awesome to be like, oh, here, put on your headset and you could be like surround sound like you're in the yeah. in the auditorium there I with know. us. So I, mean, I still think it'd be great to be able to put on PSVR and <sighs> be in the middle of conferences, but they yeah. don't ever do that. Yeah. How I mean hard PlayStation is that? PlayStation does the things like at the, their own like It's like the easiest theaters. thing in the world to put a three D camera somewhere. You own the theater, you own the <laughs> the service to like get this thing to the VR headsets, you own the VR headsets. You own the press con. I mean, like, why not do it? I don't, I don't it's know. just like this is all is in house. There's literally no reason. Just put some people on it. Um, there was a thing I saw and it was on Facebook. You know, Facebook has it doing like they've been doing their three D stuff. Chris, but, huh? I will say, it's PlayStation probably we're gonna do it this year for E three. Oh yeah, then it, they decide not to. <laughs> um, but so anyway, this last thing I'll say on this, and yep. we can actually get into the actual things <laughs> that we need to talk about. Uh, but there was like some kind of ad on um Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was you were I was literally watching uh, WWE matches yeah. in like 3d i'm like this would be amazing in vr because you're like right on the ring like yep. right on one of the the corner posts yeah and i was like this is awesome like i can literally see them i think if you have sony like the vr uh, playstation vr or whatever they do have like events that you can do mm. in vr i love that and the reason i know this is because somebody said like they were like fascinated by like watching the like who they were sitting next to in the crowd the whole time, and they're like, "This is amazing!" Like, like they're are just, I'm literally just watching this person react to everything happening. I can't you know? talk to you, but I want to know. <laughs> it's things. like, oh my gosh, I'm watching this person lose their mind because they're ringside. You know? <laughs> why did you? Uh, why did you choose that color of glasses? Popcorn, a eh? you know that's going everywhere whenever somebody comes over the ropes. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, John, what have you been up to this week? Oh man, that's a good question. What have I been up to this week? Uh, mm. I've been playing some Red Dead. Mm. I still have not di- dipped into Red Dead Online, but there is some news yeah. on that front. Yeah, and uh, and we've got to wrap this up so I can get home and uh, dip into Red Dead Online. I am not sure if I'm going to actually be able to do it, but the news on that front, uh, rather than putting it in the news section, which we do have that coming up, but yeah. the uh, this is like, oh, if you. If you are, uh, listeners don't care because I because uh, it's already going to get that's gone. That's true. By the time. Like you're basically getting a free in-game currency yeah. if you had logged in before now. Yeah, I've not logged in before now. And I haven't so either, but I'm going to do it tonight. It's a bummer because like I'm going to have to create this character, and you it's like you don't have to keep it. You don't have to keep it. I looked it up. You looked it up. Yeah. So okay, like, well, I'll literally just load in, get the default person, yep. and then delete them after the fact. Yep. Like it's because it's like I spend hours I mean, in I would, character I would do creators. something in the world. Yeah. You know, like play for five minutes. Oh. I have to actually like making it like do I mean, something just, so that they've registered that you've done something. Okay, 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 okay. You know, 
Good point, Chris. Good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like uh, everything carries out. This is the they were. I was reading just like I was like I don't even know what's going on with Reddit Online yet. Yeah. I, like I need to dive in. But um, yeah, basically when you create your character, mm-hmm. if you respec or read, like you have to delete your character. But mm-hmm. everything, even progress on your stories, gets deleted except for your currency. Currency ah, okay. does not get deleted. It carries so over. all the currencies. So like this is gold bars, which is a yeah. different currency as uh, money. It's different than money? Yeah, so, like, apparently money in the game is, like, what you buy items with, but gold bars is what you buy, like, character boosts with. Like, oh, current, I'm going to boost. So the word currency, so I would assume... It's all the currency. It's all the currency. Yeah, I would assume so, too. Um, and and it also, it doesn't get delivered till later, so... Right. That's you, fine. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so but, I do need to yeah. log into that after the yeah. podcast. I'll just I'm load up that. and do a mission. Cool. But uh, I've been playing some Red Dead, still enjoying that. I'm on chapter three now. I'm nice. uh, I'm diving in there, like nice. rolling on through. It is interesting. Like I have done so much in this world. I'm yeah. literally my my overall completion is way bigger <laughs> than my story completion. Yeah. Um, overall completion is like at you know over fifty percent or something like that, and yeah. my like my story completion is like at twenty percent. And it's yeah. like oh my goodness, um, I need to like buckle down. But I am enjoying like where everything is going now. It's yeah. like everything's feeling great with the Red Dead. Um, I also picked up with the uh, Game Awards sale. So mm. via the Game Awards this weekend, there's uh, some things on sale on the uh, Xbox store, on the uh, eShop, as well as the PlayStation uh, store. So if anything that you uh, at the Game Awards is nominated for an award, like if you've been like interested in it, go pick it up because it's a little bit on sale. Like So Celeste and like I picked up uh, Into the Breach, mm. which is a... Uh, top-down, grid-based mm-hmm, mm-hmm. RPG, strategy RPG, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm amped to check that out. Nice. So, um, but other than that, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Like, yeah. it was like a race to the end of this battle pass. Like, yep. I literally, like, I bought some tears. Like, this is the time where <laughs> I was like, oh, ha, I really want that OG remix, yeah. and the uh, there's 10 tiers on sale right now for, like, uh, you know, a re- greatly reduced number of V bucks, yeah. and so I was like, just pull the trigger on it. Yeah. And then I ended up, you know, actually finishing the pass and wouldn't have needed those ten tiers in the first place. Yeah. Because I finished all the battle pass stuff, but um, I really enjoyed the end of this season because they too. they introduced that uh, team deathmatch mode. Yep. Um, which was basically like this. Oh, it's like sixteen v sixteen. First two hundred uh, kills. Twenty by 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 Yeah. Twenty yes. v twenty. Um. And uh. But like the first two to. To 100 kills, like yep. wins, and that was really um, fun. Unlimited uh, respawns, yeah. Um, the circle still moves, all it that was, kind of stuff. It was raining weapons. Too. Oh yeah, like, it's like, oh man, <laughs> you, you want a you want a suppressed uh, assault rifle? Here you go. Yep. You want a a, a massive sniper rifle? Here you go. Yep. You know? The only thing it didn't have in it was uh, was vehicles. Yeah. And so like that was uh, that was common the only weapons. Challenges like I could uh, do. it was hard for me to find. I don't think I ever found a non-silenced pistol, for mm, instance. Mm. Um, and that was one of the. That was one of the. I ended up doing all but two of the weekly challenge tiers mm. because uh, one of them, like the last thing, was the bane of my existence: the trap kill. Can't get that <laughs> ever. I, I, th- I think I've maybe gotten two trap kills in my entire Fortnite career. That's really funny because I've gotten so many. Trap yeah, kills. I'm the worst at it. Uh, and then um, there was one where it was like I think it was the, the first, the first uh, whatever step was yeah. to get so much damage with like mm. common uh, pistols. That's right. And like I was trying, the only other way to do it, I was like trying to just drop towers the entire time and happen gr- upon a pistol, find a pistol, and then try to like yeah. get some. Da- I, I mean, I did it like five times. 
And I was like, I'm done. That's a hard one to not just have like for a long time of like, oh man, you know, was, let me like get a couple of hits week. here and there. You yeah, know? it was like the, it was it was one of the later ones. Yeah. So I think it was I think it was week nine. Hmm. Um, I don't, know, yeah. I don't know when I did it. I don't even remember doing that one. So it's yeah. like, that's it, for me, it probably was just like, a, oh, here's a pistol I just happened upon. Yeah, you I know? mean, well, my process was a lot like yours where it was like, I, I literally over the course of like, like three nights, I'm like, okay, I am on like halfway through this battle pass. I need to get to the top. And I just dropped that limited time event that uh, um, team deathmatch over and over so and over and over. Yeah, because I mean, you can get so much done. Like, I, I got 15 tiers done in one... <laughs> In one match at one point. Well, it was fascinating, like, because <laughs> you could visit multiple locations in the same match. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, you know, drop at this point and drop at this point. Yep. And, like, you could literally just, like, build a, like, whenever you redeploy, like, oh, I'm going to go someplace else. Or it, you could redeploy your, uh, your, the glider, your yeah. glider. And so, like, sometimes I would literally just, like, jump off a mountain, yep. land in a town, and it would say, you just landed in this town. And yep. I'd be like, yes! <laughs> you know, this is great. Yeah. Um, the other way that I was easy was the bonus uh, battle pass tiers and the banners and things like that. Like, uh, yep. whenever you would get the yep. challenge done for each week, there's one. So you could just jump around the map and get multiple ones in, in yeah. one match, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, it's funny, um, listener Patrick, uh, shout out by the way, I played uh, a match to get his final revive a teammate. Nice. And uh, and so that, that was hilarious. I literally just was like, oh yeah, I'll log on and, and do a, do a ro- yeah. revive. Just, I'm, I'm not here to play competitive, I'm just here to climb a ladder and fall off, yep. you know? Yep. Uh, the only th- other thing I've been up to this week, uh, I played a punk rock show last Saturday. That's right. And it was a lot of fun. Man, a lot has happened this week, bro. I know, it's been crazy. It's wild. It was a good show. It was a really good show. You have a uh, a really nice nice like tone oh, going on that guitar right now because you like the new pickups <laughs> you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you have the the new pedal like the most recent like I haven't I haven't heard your that rig that you have now yeah. like and so it's like mm, this it's is insane. tasty. Yeah. So it's uh so I have uh Didi's grandfather's old guitar and I put some um some new pickups in it some high gain pickups. And they sound really, really good. And then I uh, paired it with uh, a uh, the 1981 pedal from Matt Hoops, who is in Reliant K, and he modeled it on his sound. And both of those together is insane. Like, this is the thing. You know how loud it was? Mm-hmm. I had my amp set on two. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awesome. The, the fascinating thing, like about the high gain pickups <laughs> as well, insane. is that whenever you do like palm mute stuff, it's yeah. like I like that palm mute that you had going there was yeah. like, ah, oh, this is like this is what it what I always would have wanted. Yep. The like the punk rock guitar to sound like right. whenever whenever we played in a you know yeah. a different punk rock I band think, or whatever. Yeah. Know? Without getting too deep into it, I like I think that's the thing. Like I always felt like before this rig, I've always felt like I had to work really hard to make it sound even like close to what I wanted it to sound like. Right. You know, just play hard and like, you know, just like do the right thing. And this is like, I feel like I just touch it and it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. And it was awesome. It was, it was a really good tone, man. I, uh, I Thanks, very man. much enjoyed, enjoyed that, that show. It was a good time, dude. Thanks dude. Um, but yeah. Anything else? No, well, we do have some more Fortnite news. The news! The news! Hit me with the Fortnite news, Chris. Fortnite news? So Fortnite's coming out with a creative mode. <laughs> that was such a weird exchange. Why was that so weird? Did you forget what it was and then no. like, had to remember? I was just excited. I was oh, trying to you do were finger, very gun, excited. finger guns with snapping finger guns. See, it was like what's hilarious about that is that was in the exact spot that is canceled by our microphone. <laughs> so I doubt anybody heard the finger snaps. Yeah, 
And it was, uh, yeah, but it was, it was, it was something to to behold, folks. Yeah. Um, so they have a new creative mode. Yeah. Uh, where you can just get in and build whatever you want. You have your own private island right now. If you have the battle pass, you can get in. It's like in quote unquote beta, just like the entire game's in con- a constant state of beta. Yeah, it's like I literally <laughs> log in and it's like, oh, here's the beta, here's and the I'm beta. like, this is this is season this seven is of out, a beta. Guys. It's season seven of a beta. Well, technically, the main game's in the beta too. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. The whole game is in a beta. Stop calling like, it a beta. It's like just you can, a game You now. can pay for, quote unquote, early access yeah. to the uh, to the like horde mode or whatever. And it's like, this is no longer early access. guy. This is late access. This yeah. is what we call late access. So, um, <laughs> I don't get it. It's crazy. Creative mode. Uh, creative mode. Yeah. So, like, um, you can get in. There's prefab buildings. You can gather resources, build, like, whatever you want. They're... Uh, they had some news. We'll, we'll talk about this in the news, I guess. They had this announcement in the Game Awards that over where Risky Reels is, they replaced that with this big, like, gigantic concrete block. And basically, things that you create inside creative mode, they're going to find, I guess, the best ones. They said, like, we're mm-hmm. going to select it. I don't know how. But somehow, we select the best, like, designs. Mm-hmm. And they're going to end up, uh, maybe on a weekly basis, inside uh, Fortnite. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Um, it's fascinating to me. Like this is like, it's, they, they even referenced Minecraft, like in the tweet, whenever they were like, Hey, this is like Minecraft, you know, yeah. meets Fortnite. And that's a really cool, cool concept. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. Like I was telling you beforehand. Um, I, I mean, I used to be really into Minecraft. I mean, not as, yep. not as much as like Fultron or, you know, like other people. I'm sure there's people who are way more into it than I was, but I, I like, I, Hours upon hours upon hours upon hours I spent in Minecraft. Yeah. In Xbox 360 version, inside the PC version, mostly PC version. I spent a lot of time in it as well, but I never spent... I always felt like I was just barely scratching the surface compared to like what you did. And I felt yeah. like we were barely scratching yeah. the surface of what Fultron yeah, would do. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Uh, but like if this can like... I haven't had that kind of like creative building like outlet other than like... I feel like I kind of get that whenever I play... Things like Cities and Skylines and mm. Prison Architect, where you're kind of like, you're, you're using oh. that creative muscle, you know, you're like yeah. building something. It's like, oh, the road goes here, the building yes. goes here. 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about like, hey, this is a game I love. I feel like the building's fun. Like gathering new resources is going to be fun. Probably more fun than uh, Minecraft when you're just staring at pixels. And I mean, like, I remember being in Minecraft literally for, for an hour like getting stone oh, for my yeah. house or whatever for yeah. my castle. And it would just be like down in the ground going duck 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 bloop. Yeah. Duck 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 bloop. <laughs> duck 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 bloop. I think in the, the dark. The only thing that's going to be um a little less interesting, I think something that makes Minecraft special is the randomness of it and the sense of yep. exploration and discovery. Yeah, cuz while I was going duck 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 bloop I break into a lava like area yeah. and the lava's chasing me back down my corridor yep. and it's like I got to get out of here cause... or you, you yeah or you bust into like a huge cavern you're mm-hmm. like what is in here and it's a bunch of spiders yeah. you know oh, like... it's a monster spawner and that, yeah. yeah yeah it's I I yeah that aspect of it that exploration that like constant sense of like danger where you're yeah. like oh you know where do these caverns and go and there's some emergent just storytelling right like that's the stuff that I'm like Okay, that that's not really going to exist because it's the same island, right? But I was ne- here's the part that I, I always wanted to get into in Minecraft, but I I think well, I'll be get into more here was like in Minecraft if if you had an intimate knowledge of like switches and electricity and I can't even remember all the things uh, you could create little mini games within Minecraft. Yeah, but uh, I 
I never really like understood how to make all that work. Yeah, the and only it took, times- a, it took a like a, a different level of craftsmanship for for that kind of stuff. Yeah, because like even at that, like you could build because it was like the circuit stuff. Like you could yeah, literally circuits. build like That's a computer. Like you could build yeah. like yourself like a. a a computer within the, the digital world, yeah. you know, it's I mean, like, Oh my it was gosh, gonna be that's basic, but like, yeah, you're, you're building, you know, you can build a calculator in there or yeah. something like that. Um, and so, uh, I think like being able to build mini games in here, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you literally have access to any weapon, um, any vehicle, yeah. you can, uh, do whatever you want to do. There's have, planes now. There's planes now. <laughs> there's planes now. Um, yeah. Santa like, brought them to the world, Chris. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can talk about the changes too, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, creative mode. Sounds uh, like I, and if this is V1, like you look at where how far Battle Royale has come in the past, has it even been? It's been a year, right? It's been a year now, it's been over a year, yeah. I would think. I mean, it was around this time last year whenever uh, PUBG launched, and it was uh, it launched a couple a few weeks after uh, Fortnite had gone like free to play. And I just, you know, I this was around the first time I tried Fortnite, yeah, yeah. I think we jumped in on season two is what we jumped in on. That's whenever I jumped in like hardcore, but we played a couple of matches. Did we? In, in season I, one? At least I did. Like I downloaded it because I was like, oh, what's this battle royale craze everyone's talking about? It was before PUBG came out and it was like real janky. Like I mean, it was bad. Oh, yeah. The frame rate was, t- I mean, oh, yeah. was awful. It was, it was bad before. I mean, I agree. Uh, it was, I just don't remember. I didn't remember it was that early in the, I knew season two for sure. Yep. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Um, but yeah, if this is V1 of creative mode, I can't mm-hmm. imagine what, what is season seven of creative mode? You know what I mean? A year from now, what are we going to be talking about? Yeah. I also think it's like fascinating that, okay, so a lot of companies like whenever Minecraft was big and hit it big, like yeah. Microsoft, for example, like they came out with their like game where it was like, oh, build your own video games. Yeah. And like they had uh whatever, a spore. Uh, what was it called? Oh, was, yeah, what was it? I don't know. It, there was, yeah. Anyway, it's like, oh, here we can create this whole environment, and then you have, then they introduced like whatever that that uh, squirrel or whatever his name, uh, Conquer. They like, introduced Conquer into it. I don't remember this. I don't anyway, know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, there was an E3 where they were like pushing this thing. They're like, and Conquer is in it now, and you're like, why is Conquer in this now? Yeah. Um, and then you have like uh, Sony. They're doing their they they've done their um uh, Sackboy stuff before with uh with with that that studio and then now they're doing their the vr version where it's like oh build your own game with dreams and stuff like that and so like a lot of those games will come up with creative outlets to build games and mini games and things like that based on like the minecraftiness of of you know success of minecraft and so they start from that point whereas this game it started from okay you this has building mechanics in a battle royale and a uh a horde defense mode game you know mm-hmm. and then now like based on that popularity let's break this out and now let's make a creative thing so it's like kind of doing it backwards where it's like rather than you build the game it's well here's the game plus now you can build other things you know other mini games and things within this so I, i'm fascinated to see how this works out for them because they have the player base there to come up with some ridiculous stuff like you know that there's you know of the player base like there's people who are itching to do this exact thing like where the, the people that were like oh let's build a racetrack uh and race these vehicles now it's like oh that's that's awesome so let's now implement that as a game mode so yeah i'm uh, I'm, I'm super excited i think my favorite uh t- take on this was ninjas uh he retweeted the uh announcement of creative mode and he uh so it's like a Fortnite, we're the most popular game ever, and it's not even close. Fortnite to Fortnite, hold my beer. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's like, I mean, think about how how uh, popular Fortnite is, and it kind of a, it's 
it attracts the same age group at least that Minecraft has traditionally attracted to the game. And all of a sudden, like it's you're saying that I can play a Minecraft style creative game inside my other favorite game. Yeah. That's insane. It blows my mind. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. the thing I think I love about like Fortnite and what they've done with Fortnite is like whoever would have said, well, uh, as a an offshoot of this horde mode tower defense game, we're going to create a Battle Royale 100 v 100 game. Mm-hmm. And then within that game, we're going to create a bunch of these limited time events that are, you know, team deathmatch yeah. and, uh, you know, all the crazy things that they've done there. And then as an offshoot of that, we're going to create this free to play creative mode, yeah. Minecraft style game. And I guess like it, it kind of like is breaking apart like the different, the confluence of things that like they used as influences for their own game where it's like oh the building mechanics yeah. it's like kind of like Minecraft because you like mine the different yeah. materials and things the battle royale aspects like the the vehicles like all of these things are like these these weird cross sections of other influences yeah. and now they're kind of breaking those out to where it's like oh well sh- we've got a creative mode now you yeah. know so it's yeah well, I, that's, I think yeah, it's fascinating it, it, yeah it, it's it's really fascinating because none of it actually breaks out of the same gameplay no like the gameplay the the moment to moment gameplay is the same yeah uh from one mode to the other, but they're drastically different activities. And the control mapping is slightly different from like battle royale to the sure. other. It's like because it has yeah. to be. But like the the like the actual like you're shooting guns, right. you are using your pickaxe, and you're yeah. building things. Like that's all the same. Yeah. Well, um, and they introduced like the zombies like into the battle royale mode this yeah. last season. So and that's cr- I mean it's wild too. It's f- <sighs> I don't know. You look at it. You look at something like you know Call of Duty that I think has done that well as as well and it's more of like okay we have our zombie mode and we have our traditional multiplayer and mm-hmm. we have this single player maybe mm-hmm. we have some spec ops kind of things you know that kind of stuff where it's like they they do so many things that but I've, we've already always looked at them because like they're so huge that well yeah. that's how they get it done right and epic's like hey well we're just going to do it because we can yeah and we want to and we're going to do it step by step piece by piece and I guess like that's uh, that's part of the you know there's other news that we have uh, Project Spark by the way is the one that Project I was Spark, the Microsoft yes. one that I was talking about with Conker yeah yeah that's right I, whenever you said that I was like that's very close but yeah um, but yeah that one completely failed because it was like oh let's try to do the creative mode thing without an actual game and so then this is we already have a game let's make a creative mode out of it yeah um so the other news that we have this week is uh, relates to to epic games so mm. the oh, uh, yeah. it's the epic launcher yeah the epic game store is right. a, a thing now yeah it's a direct competitor to steam mm-hmm. um and what's interesting is in the game wards uh, they now have some exclusive games um and uh it's interesting like this is the first like direct competitor to steam like real direct competitor to steam that we've seen that we know has like okay they're gonna have some marketing power they're gonna have some uh the ability to do things like exclusive games on there uh before like, we've had you know the microsoft store which is a humongous failure uh it just didn't work right. Like it didn't. Like people couldn't play their games. Chris, it still exists. You're talking about it in the past it's, tense. Sure, it's there, and and I, I'm sure. Like whenever you download <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection, everything's fine now. But <laughs> it, it, it wasn't so back sure. in the day. I'm not so sure. I don't know is. either. I don't know. Like no one's updated me on this. What's really funny? The Master Chief Collection. Like I had that installed on my console. Oh, yeah. for so long, but they would consistently like every week they would have like a 10 gigabyte patch. I saw somebody like uh, <laughs> tweet out a picture uh, last week. So literally 
literally last week yeah. and they're like, what is going on with this game that it requires another 100 gigabyte patch? Like they were downloading a 100 gigabyte patch yeah. on top of like all of the other patches. That well, here's the thing, and, and what it would had. do is half the time it would just make it bigger every time. It wasn't like they were, <laughs> it wasn't like they were like uh, replacing the code. It was like, well, whenever I first downloaded this, right. this was 80 gigabytes. And now it has ballooned to 140 gigabytes. Uh, which uh, which of those uh, sound files can we uncompress? <laughs> I, you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm like, just... why can't you streamline this code a little? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let's make things more efficient, not less efficient. <laughs> right. It's like whenever you first like get in, like whenever you first like pack to go on vacation, like your your luggage, like the stuff that goes into your suitcase will never be as small as it is the first time you put it in your suitcase and like and throw it into the plane. Yeah, because like if you uh, if you get on vacation, you're like, oh, let's let's unpack things. It's like, oh, hmm. The last time Didi and I went on like a long vacation was uh, I guess last summer, um, uh, when we went to Washington D.C. and Somehow we like I don't know how it happened because we didn't even really we didn't buy anything really, um, but from the time we like went there and then we came back like our luggage was all uh, overweight <laughs> and we had to like just take it all out and carry it on with us and like our carry on like stuff it all in our carry on bags like I don't know how this happened yeah just extra dirt we picked up I don't know. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, I guess like that's what it is. It's just like, oh, this is the sweat from our like yeah. old, uh, our old oh, stuff. That's weird. It's very strange. Um, so another piece of, of yeah. like this story about the yeah. Epic launcher. Yeah. Um, earlier this week, Steam uh, changed the way that their revenue works. Mm. Um, so this article is from Variety, and they say uh, that. Valve typically has taken about 30% of all Steam sales uh, through the platform, with a few exceptions uh, from other utilizing like Steam Direct platform, that sort of thing. But they say now, so the update is, for game sales between 10 million and 50 million, developers will earn a higher revenue split at 25%. Um, so they'll take 5% less for games that sell more. And nice. for every sale after 50 million, Steam will take uh, 20% of the game's overall uh, earnings. Um so basically, games that sell our high earners on the platform will uh, earn more of their revenue. Um, and so, like the the strategy there, uh, you would assume is to keep things from like EA has their own game launcher; they sell their own games over there, and Steam doesn't make any of the, that money. So they're trying to make it incentivize the the high sellers to stay on the Steam platform for PC sales. Um, but then, then whenever Epic Games announced their new platform of like, Hey, we're going to do the Epic games store. Um, they actually talked about having a lower, like for, for all developers, they will receive 88% of the revenue. Um, and so Epic takes 12%. And so they're like literally telling like creators, you can keep more of your money if you sell it over yeah. here on our platform. Even if you're an indie, if you're a large uh, developer, doesn't matter. You'll make more money over here. Yeah. And I find that fascinating that like right after uh, Steam like incentivizes the larger developers, but it goes, oh, no, the smaller people, you still have to like, we still take 30% of your stuff. Um, Epic Games is like, well, pff, anybody, come over here. You get the same split. doesn't matter how much you sell, and it's more than into the other person, I mean, even at the top tier. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. They're in it to win it. Like, yeah. they, you don't you don't start a game store with the intention of it not succeeding. You but know Chris, what I mean? Chris, the Microsoft and or the Windows. They were, they had the hubris to think that 
they could put out broken code <laughs> yeah. and a storefront that didn't work. But yeah, you're right. Like, you know what I mean? But, so, yeah. but this is the thing. So like, you know, they, they, um, they know who their competition is. Mm-hmm. They know what they have to do to, to, uh, to get games over on their platform. Because honestly, it's more work to get your game over on another platform, especially a platform that as of right now or as of whenever they launched – didn't have customers, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like opening up a brand new store. I mean, like, Hey, put your stuff in here. Uh, well, no, you don't have any shoppers shopping around. Why would I do that? Um, and so you have to convince them to do that. Well, like, okay, number one, we're going to put money behind getting exclusive games. So people have to come here for a, a specific reason. And we're going to give you more of your money if they do buy over here. So then, like as the creator, then you have the incentive to send them there instead of sending them to Steam. Yeah. So it's like it, it changes the conversation from buy our game on PC on Steam to buy our game on PC on the Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, again, like this is the first time we've seen a, a direct competitor to Steam. We've had things like the Battle.net launcher. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is mainly just Activision Blizzard uh, yes, kind of it's, games. Uh, it's only Activision Blizzard And then games. we have the EA uh, store as well. Yep, which is only EA games. And w- there's the... Um, I think there's a... Uh, I think League of Legends has its own launcher. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds right. And there's... Yeah. Uh, Good old games or whatever has been slowly like uptaking, right. but that's more in the independent scene because it's DRM free, right. so you can buy your games from yeah, them. Yeah, and you have to find people who are willing to, to put their game up there for DRM free, and right. uh, they don't have again, they don't have the kind of money that Epic has backing them. Right, and I don't think they're going out and they're being like, oh, come over to our platform over right. here. They're literally just like, oh, if you want to sell something on this storefront, yeah. go for it. We well, they, are like, we're here for a different purpose. Like, exactly. We're here to put old games out for sale like, and yep. that sort of thing. So if you want to do that, we're interested in working with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're trying to compete with Steam. Right. And, but again, like, <clears throat> no one's really tried to or wanted to until now. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what this is like, what this turns into. Because, um, I mean... It's, it'd be like if all of a sudden the PlayStation Store was on the Xbox, you know, and you could yeah. choose to buy things there or on the uh, Xbox Store, but your friends list and achievements were still tied to whichever one you bought them on. Yeah, and I'm also interested in how this plays out with like game sales and things like Steam, like the Steam sale and stuff like that. It's like ubiquitous with like, you can get a ton of games for very low prices. And and so I wonder like, are we going to have like, oh, the Epic game sale, like oh, yeah, the, for sure. this competing thing. Definitely. And if the developers get and publishers get to keep more of that revenue, it's like, I'm going to want to like push you more towards the Epic yeah, game for sure. and maybe make them cheaper there. You know, it's like, let's, let's figure this out from a consumer perspective of like, Hey, this can't be bad for the consumer. Yeah. I I don't know how much and I don't think I don't know how much the uh the individual publisher has a say in how mm. much each platform decides to discount their game as long as they still give them the uh a certain rate that they've been promised. Interesting. And so but I also think that sometimes they do, but a lot of times what you see with like, you know, for instance in the example of PlayStation and an Xbox, you'll see with either the same week or within the same like couple weeks, you'll see the same games mm-hmm. go on sale. So like one week, you know, uh, Overwatch was, and this has just happened. Overwatch was thirty dollars on PlayStation. Literally the next week, it was thirty dollars on Xbox. Yeah, you know, so like you see, I think you'll see the same thing. You'll mm-hmm. see like maybe it won't be the same week, so it's not like a. Uh, you know, hey, I've got to decide where do I want to yeah, play. Yeah, which this. one of these do I play it on? 
<clears throat> but if you see it on sale one week on uh, Steam, then the next week is going to be on sale on Epic Game Store or vice yeah. versa. You know, yeah. I think you're going to start seeing that kind of stuff. Um, in uh, in an interview with Game Informer CEO of Epic, Tim Sweeney explained the thinking behind the percentage. He says, quote, the 70 to 30% split was a breakthrough more than a decade ago with the advent of Steam, the Apple App Store, and Google Play. But today, digital software stores have grown into a, and this is a very, very large l- number, like, let me count the zeros here, $25 trillion business <laughs> worldwide Lord. across all platforms. Yet the economics of scale have not benefited developers. In our analysis, stores are making marking up their costs 300 to 400%. We simply aim to give developers a better deal. Sure. Yeah. That's great. It's like he's literally just talking the talk, bringing people over yeah. here, man. I mean, he's yeah. out there shaking the bushes. Yeah. Again, I, I don't think any of it's... <clears throat> I mean, this is a very cynical take. It's literally to get people on their platform. Yeah. If, if they thought they could grow their platform and... Uh, at the rate they want to grow it mm-hmm. by doing the same deal that Steam did, they would do the same deal that Steam did. Right. Well, I mean, and then I don't think this is out of the goodness of his heart. No, I mean, you, know? you figure like they're looking at like the success with Fortnite and things like that, and they're saying like, okay, well, like Valve had a bunch of success with like a lot of their games early on, and then they created this store, and that's where like the, all of their revenue comes from now. And so it's like, oh, aside from like in-game, like oh, League of Legends skins and, and heroes and things like that, like whenever you buy in-game purchases, but like the vast majority of like their revenue comes from like this store. So it's like, this is a kind of proven thing. Have a big game success. Yeah. Let's create a store. Yeah. And if it's not League of Legends, Riot no. Games is League of Legends. Oh, I, oh, that's right. So I meant Dota. Was Dota, Dota is Valve? D- Dota maybe Valve. That's what I'm talking about. Like the that's yeah. that's what I confused Dota and League of Legends. Yeah, yeah, I apologize yeah, yeah, yeah. to all of the the gamers <laughs> out there. Kaboom. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I it's, it'll be interesting to see. We're gonna we may end up with like either a fractured PC landscape again, or it'll be a uh, you know it, it may just be a just drastically different space. Yeah. In a, a year or two years from now, how fractured can it really be? Whenever you can just like tab over to the next <laughs> the next like uh program true oh we didn't talk about discord discord's starting on their own like game that's right store, which that's is right. weird i don't i don't that one's a strange one because like again like discord is, has said oh well you know you can buy like emotes and things like that but like we don't really make much money off of those or any money off of those and so like here's a storefront where they if you're a discord like prime member or whatever we'll give you some free games so they're, they're trying like they're moving into that space but it's like Whereas, like, they're not making the big move, dropping the big dollars, and like making the big waves that like the Epic Launcher is. Like, Discord is kind of like halfway, like easing into that space where it's like you are already chat with your gamer friends on Discord. You already have Discord open for these other reasons. So go ahead and like buy the games here. And it's like that just seems like such a weird, a weird way to be like this is our new thing. I might be more into it if Discord actually was a better chat client 100 of the time yeah it's a very clunky app uh it, <sighs> it apparently on pc it works works well but i use it I, on my i use it on my mac all the time and it's it's slow as a mud mm. um loading. i can't even get a gift to work on my phone yeah so i'm you know <laughs> so there's that aspect of it and there's the actual like i just i don't want my things to mix sometimes it's the same reason i don't use amazon music and I really don't ever watch Amazon Video. I should because there's great shows on there. But it's good I'm stuff like, on there. I subscribe to Amazon Prime for free shipping. 
not for it tells me every single time I check out. Did you know we have video? Yes, I freaking know you have video. <laughs> it's only every time ever, you've ever looked at it, man. I, I, I've I've looked if you at, look at I, it more. It stopped telling no, you. No, I don't. I don't think that's it. I don't know because it doesn't tell me uh, any other service other than that one. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, I think it's because they're pouring so much money into producing mm-hmm. these shows. They want us to go watch them. Right. Anyway, you get my drift. I'm yeah. like. Give me free shipping. You don't have to give me all this other stuff. I don't. So want it. give you give you a reasonably give me a chat client. Chat client. Yeah. I don't need games from you. Yeah. Yeah. I can buy games other places. Is that the news? That's the news. <laughs> all right. The game awards. The game awards. So I was thinking the way we do this. Um, how about we run through the announcements first? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the awards second. And then we can give our overall thoughts on the show third. How about that? I like that. Okay. So you can correct me if I'm wrong on some of these. Uh, some of these may not have been world premieres, but it was very, it, it was very confusing sometimes if they were, because sometimes they would just like pop out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, like Jeff would say something about it being a world premiere, or he'd be like, "It's the first look." Or he'd be like, you know, yeah. he's like, I'm like, so what is happening right now? It's just like every other, like, at E3, you'd have, like, console exclusive. And sure. then, like, you have, uh, like, yeah. oh, this is a real exclusive. But the world but premieres, like, at least theirs, oh, I've always meant world premiere. Yeah, I know. I don't know. So. I think, like, is it a world premiere of this specific footage? Or yes, is it a world premiere of this game? I know. That's, and that's, before, it's been a world premiere of the game at E3. Here, I'm thinking, like, yeah. this is the world premiere of this specific thing. I'm like, well, that doesn't. That's not the same thing. Anyway, um, so we're just going to walk what I have chronologically through this. Yeah. Uh, I also have like, I'm looking at, I'll, I'll check you on it because I'm, yeah. I have a uh, Polygon article open. It's also in a Ooh. timeline format Ooh. and it's got uh, the Game Awards 2018 world premieres, new game announcements, and more. I don't all know what right. the and more is. Probably all those crazy first look things. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so we had a world premiere of Sayonara Wild Hearts on Nintendo Switch. Okay. <laughs> this is literally this is gonna be boring if you just check me the whole time. I mean, time. but like, like, but Dude. that's like, I don't know, have anything to say about that one necessarily. Okay. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just run through them because I, I don't know what I'm gonna say about them all, a lot of them. We're playing with Nintendo Switches, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Thought it looked kind of cool. Yeah, it looked cool. It looked like a rhythm rhythm game though. Like I'm mean, really like I like the uh, the aspect of it. it looked kind of like a platform rhythm game esque thing. Yeah. They were like teasing the music. Yeah. Cool vibe. It's a uh, world premiere of Journey to the Savage Planet. That looks really cool. I agree. I feel like, I don't know, like that one, there are a few of these where I I wonder, like I want to look back and see like the footage on an uncompressed thing because like it was, yeah, it was, there's some of these things that looked very like crunchy, like very, Mm. these things, and that that one was the one that I thought like looked weird to me. So I need to look back and see. That must have been your stream. stream. That's what I was thinking. Because I didn't think about that at the time. I was like, why does this look so weird? And then it was like, I was like, I wonder if it's the stream. So that was I think one. It, it was 100%. Nothing looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. right. I was watching. Makes sense. Oh, um, World premiere of the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe on consoles in 2019. New endings and content. That was, cool. a, that was a funny announcement. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, poked fun at how they, they weren't not, they were nominated but didn't win any awards. Yeah. It was all The Last of Us and then made a, a, a comment at the end about how The Last of Us 2 was coming out same year again. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally going to happen again. Yeah. Uh, world premiere of Among Trees. That kind of looked like an Orient Blind Forest kind of like vibe. Um, 
for most of these, I have to see more. Yeah, and it's. It, I think like the ones that it's literally like the first time we've ever seen them. The interesting thing to me is that we see these and we don't see gameplay or like it's hard to know what the game is. Like a lot of times like I'll look at it and I'm like, oh, that looks cool, but it could either be like right up my alley or I could just be like, no, this is not a game for me. Yeah. World premiere of Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. It's an, a Switch exclusive coming next year, which is pretty awesome. I'm super excited about that. I love Ultimate Alliance. That was actually one of the games that like, so whenever we were in college, um, we didn't have a 360 or like basically we kind of skipped that whole generation for a while until I got out of college. But mm-hmm. our friend Cody Moffat, who has been on the show before, yep, uh, he had a 360 and he had Ultimate Alliance. I would go to, over to his house and play Ultimate Alliance all the time. Yeah. I loved it. It's awesome. I'm excited. Like this one's a weird one that it's coming exclusively to the Nintendo Switch. I love that because I love my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And that's probably where I would want to play it anyway. And knowing that it's coming there exclusively means that's going to be the best place to play it yeah that's not always the worry like if it comes to multiple platforms and it's like this type of art style i'm like well it could run on the switch really well or it could run terribly on the switch and so you just kind of wait and see like wait for the yeah. uh the reviews it's rare that things run terribly on the switch though that's very true but i mean like it is kind of one of those where it's like oh this is a no-brainer of yeah. course i'm going to pick this one up on a switch i'm definitely going to pick it up i'm super pumped about it uh they had a world, world premiere of rocket league's mclaren 50 570s car pack Available right now. It was really funny, like, as they were unveiling that car because of, like, <laughs> literally just because of Forza Horizon uh, 2, which is where, like, the, yeah. the, that McLaren, like, debuted. I was like, that's a McLaren. Yeah. It's a McLaren. I know. And you, like, see the headlight and you're like, oh, that's a McLaren. Then they rip the thing off and it's like, no, it's a Well, that's why they did it like McLaren. that. It's, it's so just, get, it's get just a cool. A tizzy. Like, I feel like most people, like, who don't know McLarens would just be like, oh, let's just say, uh, yeah, what I was, are we teasing I, us with this car for? I, was, I had the chat open for that point in the uh, the show, um, <laughs> and it was largely unimpressed with that reveal. I mean, of course. <laughs> of course, because no one cares that it's a McLaren, but I care, Chris. World premiere I of care. Far Cry New Dawn. It's a post-apocalyptic world of Far Cry. First time they've done that kind of theme. Uh, it's out February 15th, which, oddly enough, is also the day Crackdown's out. Crackdown already moved to get away from that, what is it, the 28th or whatever? Uh, yeah, or, or 22nd. 22nd, whenever mm-hmm. everything else is out, they mm-hmm. moved to the 15th to be like, hey, we're going to get out here early. Yeah, put nope, our, Far Cry comes put our, in. Put our flag on top of this hill. Yeah. Nope. Far, it's crazy. <laughs> Side note, we saw some Crackdown stuff tonight, like a, uh, a like just, it was yeah, just it was a trailer. Funny. Yeah. It was funny. It was Terry Crews. It was yeah. hilarious. Like Terry Crews is awesome. I love Terry Crews. Yeah. I mean, um, but that game looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I sent you. I was like, why does this game still look, look so terrible? And like, it, it's not the gameplay. It doesn't look like it's not fun. I yeah, should lay no. that out there. It's just the graphics look bad. I don't know. Every single time I see it, I'm like, this looks like a poor 360 game. Yeah, it looks like it looks like early 360 games. We'll see, man. Um, Oh, I actually, I'm excited about this. There was a world premiere of a game called Hades yeah. from Supergiant Games, yeah. the makers of Bastion and Transistor. Honestly, this looks like the uh, isometric 3D and kind of combat style of Bastion combined with some of the moves of Transistor where mm-hmm. you like you can get behind the... Uh, um, the enemies real quick yep. and do this like run through moves. It's fascinating. Supergiant is a really interesting developer to me because they every game has been different. Like they had the real time kind of thing of Bastion where you're like you're literally just isometric run around battle battle battle. Then you had the semi uh, real time and semi turn based yeah. 
action in Transistor. Yep. And then they had Pyre, which I've played on PS4, which is like basically like a up sports game almost with yeah. like a story of like a really fascinating story about like hey get out of uh purgatory or the afterlife like bring yourself back to life basically um i, I wasn't a huge i love transistor i love bastion i wasn't a huge fan of pyre i think this look this looks great yeah i, I always love their art style as well like yeah. the art style is fantastic yeah and i like i like that it's not the same every time like they right. mix it up which yeah. is great this this was it looks great uh, it did give me a, a little bit of like a Dead Cells vibe where it was like, oh, well, I've died. Now let me try again or whatever. Like it gave me like this kind of like, is it is it a uh, roguelike in that way or whatever? And it is early access literally right now on your PC yeah, too. Possibly. So. I don't know. What th- I, I, I was trying to figure out what they were alluding to there as well because Bastion would do the same thing though where like mm, you true. would die and then they would you'd drop you right back into the, the level again. That's true. Uh, and make some comment about it, like yeah. make some like offhand. I mean, like, oh, they always don't do that. Very cheeky, yeah. Um, dialogue. So I don't know. I don't really know. what I was confused. That like I'm like, why are you, why are you focusing on that? But yeah, we'll see. Um, it's available now in early access on the Epic Game Store. Oh, boom! <laughs> uh, the next game. I don't remember who was making this, but Ancestry. We so saw some gameplay from that. I also don't understand the mechanic. Um, it was basically like a third person. They like what was funny about that was they, were, like, they gave us like he said we we're I'm gonna give you you're gonna look at four different gameplay clips. Yeah, and he's like and we'll just put the whole thing on GameSpot the whole 20 minute clip and like I don't I I never saw four distinct it literally was just a trailer. It seemed well, like. well the four clips every single time it like would jump t- in time. Oh, you know, like count down and be like yeah, but, but okay. the the numbers were never clear enough it wasn't like it was like here's like you know five something billion years ago and yeah like four something billion years ago and it was like so it was so like and they I'm didn't like, i don't know what the gameplay is i don't know what this is about the art style didn't change drastically no it didn't look like period. it was different time period like what uh, what are we doing in this game yeah what's the actual like this is again this is one of those that like you see the first little bit of it and you're like i this could be an awesome game that i would be so into or yeah i could just be nothing that i would be interested in. i mean so. it's, the only thing i can gauge is you're a monkey and you're running around hashtag need to know more i think wasn't there wasn't he on like a uh, some kind of elephant or something at some point or yeah i can't remember we killed a saber-toothed tiger yes. at some point. yes that was cool that was cool i thought that was awesome I was like, I'll go fight a saber tooth tiger right now on a video. Oh man, the world premiere of something called Scavengers looked really cool. Um, that was uh, there was there were these shots of um, some spaceships coming into. Mm-hmm. I guess looks looks kind of like Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, it looks like the moon's blown up um, and shifted kind of and came in and uh, it was snowy. Kind of clipped some trees, landed and they were next to some kind of big crater with a yeah. machine in the middle of it like an alien yeah like an alien device it seems really cool uh it is uh the the polygon article says scavengers is a co-op competition from makers of halo 5's Warzone. so competition so uh it's a it's a co-op Warzone's competition cool. yeah because didn't they say like oh you know you can you know it's a co-op thing until oh. you have to like decide like uh, so i feel like this is one of those like the dark zone style things with yeah. uh you know it's like oh we're all, all helping each other Man, the until the last moment dark zone there is not there are a few games that have given me anxiety like the dark zone gave me in the division (laughs) yeah dude like i it was i don't know man it was just too much well like i remember like you're like trying to get your loot like it's in a high level loot that you spent like an hour two hours like getting and then here comes this other team and you're like oh no 
oh no, are they trying to take my stuff or are they like, are, like what's happening here? Well, or it was just like, and you just, just bail. Just finding a drop zone that wasn't, they didn't have a bunch of enemies around it, you know? Yeah. Oh man, it was so crazy. Um, but yeah, so so the scavengers, I that's another like wait and see because like it looked amazing. Like the yeah. the trailer looked amazing. Wasn't gameplay, um, but like in the concept sounds cool. See how it's implemented. I think he said world premiere, but I'm not sure. For some kind of crazy uh, Anthem footage, it was just another trailer. Yeah, it was new Anthem trailer. Shows off Anthem's world and story. It was the first time that I have gotten any sort of a antagonist from anthem like usually yeah. like it's always just been like oh let's go out here and shoot these shoot these aliens i mean it still looks exact this is totally a, just a destiny like ripoff yeah and there's villain. like a, there was the one villain of like i'm going to destroy the world by uh, controlling the most powerful thing in it and yeah, it's like by okay, controlling but, anthem is what yeah, he said just, i don't know I, I that game i i'm yeah i don't know um uh, we'll oh man there's a world premiere of crash bandicoot cream crash team racing nitro fueled <laughs> yes I'm, I'll buy it. I'm in. I mean, like, I love car <laughs> racers. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, gosh. I don't remember what this was. What was the world premiere of The Outer Worlds? The Outer Worlds. Uh, that's Obsidian's new RPG. Oh. Um, and Obsidian is recently obtained by uh, Microsoft. This yep. was not that, I don't Correct. think. Correct. No, no, no. This is not an exclusive to Microsoft. Yes, because this is the one that Take-Two Interactive is uh, is is yeah. helping publish. Again, I don't know if this was a world premiere. Dauntless? Dauntless. Oh, we've heard about Dauntless before, but uh, this is the first time we've actually seen like gameplay esque, like where it's oh, this what was the first again? thing was it's like a uh, a dungeon crawling like rogue like like Souls like game. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh man, there's a world premiere of it's from a hello it's from Hello Games. They called it Hello Games Short. And actually, it was funny because at that point in time, Jeff was saying something like there are people who make game large games, and there. are the games who make game experiences. I don't know. I was, I was, at first, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, seeing indie games aren't full games? Or... Yeah. And then this came up and I said, a hell of a game short, whatever that means, called The Lamp, Last Campfire. It looks really cool. Art style was really cool. The art style was really nice. Um, I did, did, did make the... <laughs> comment that i was like of course you know this game like they could just make all these promises about like oh you're gonna be able to play yeah. with your friends and then it's just like a side scroller and people yeah. are gonna be upset again you know it's like oh no yeah. sean yeah. murray yep um but i'm glad they didn't say much about it the real world is there was a world premiere of PUBG's snow map yep um so there's that Vikendi is the name of the uh, the snow map. He rattled off a bunch of names of maps, and I'm like, those all sound too hard to remember. Uh huh. Um, I was convinced. I well, not really. Like no one had convinced me. I'd convinced myself that I, I was like, I feel like there's a fifty fifty chance that Fortnite's uh, announcing a new map tonight. Nope. Yeah. I kind of. There was a couple things in. I don't in know this. if they want to do that. I don't know if they want to fracture the player base. There were a couple we'll things that, like, in the lead up to this, we can talk about that whenever we talk about the actual presentation, like, uh, like the last thing. Like, it was, oh, yeah. let's talk about the announcements. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about the yeah, yeah. But I, I want to talk about a little bit about like how it was presented beforehand and like yeah. what people were expecting. Uh, there was a world premiere of Ark Survival Evolved create uh, from from it was a game called Atlas from uh, the creators of Ark Survival Evolved. The thing that confused me about this was I was like is this an expansion to Ark Survival Evolved because there's like dragons in Ark Survival Evolved and there's yeah. dragons in this well, but no this up, is a new game. They set it up weird. That's yeah. why I wrote it down weird. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, comes out December 13th on Steam. And then we had the trailer the Crackdown trailer. 
uh, world premiere of Bioware's Dragon Age Two. Here's the one. This was in this little time slot. Was there was one that I lo- I was like, oh, I thought it was a commercial. Like they went through a commercial, then they came back and had like one trailer where it was like, oh, let's splice together a few games from like Annapurna and like uh, this was where Journey coming to PC was announced. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, and so Journey, the PlayStation Four exclusive, is coming to PC for the first time, cool. and it will be available on guess what. The Epic Game Store. Nice. Um, yeah, so the Bioware showed us footage of Dragon Age 2. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, it makes me wonder. Um, Dragon Age 2? Yeah. I think it's just because like, there's Dragon Age Inquisition, which was the third in the series. Technically, well, didn't they call it Dragon Age 2? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm looking at the, uh, the next Dragon Age, whatever it is. Yeah, it had lines of di- infamous lines of dialogue from Dragon Age's Inquisition. So it's like it's a it's a sequel to Inquisition. Yeah. Who knows what it's going to be called or if it's going to have a number. But yeah, cuz like technically like that the Dragon Age's Inquisition was like the third one, I believe, of that franchise. So Dragon Age. Because there's Dragon Age uh Origins, I they Dragon Age on 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, and now whatever this is. So, they not what did they announce on find them on social? They announced something on they announced this on social earlier this this uh, week, I thought they had put Dragon Age two, but I know there's already been a Dragon Age two. I thought I just thought they were calling this one too. Interesting. Um, yeah. hmm. Anyway, uh, that looks the Dread Wolf Rises is what it's called. The Dread Wolf Rises. It's easy to remember. Good grief! <laughs> there was also a world premiere of The Pathless. I don't remember what that was. Let me see what I've got here. The Pathless is uh, the Abzu team's beautiful follow-up. So Abzu was a uh, was a yep. indie game that came out earlier this year. So this is another indie game uh, for that. Abzu, yeah, Abzu's been or, out for a couple of years yeah. actually. Um, then my favorite announcement of the entire night: the world premiere of Stranger Things Three, the game, oh! a 16-bit version. <laughs> the, uh, the the Duffer Brothers came out and announced that. That was awesome. I know. I dude. love that. It gave me strong. I mean, it's not because of the gameplay or anything, but it reminds me of the uh, the Scott Pilgrim yeah. game tie-in. Yeah. Well, like okay, and w- let me let me lay this out there. That setup of like the Duffer Brothers coming out and like announcing that made me think that the Rousseau brothers coming out to like <laughs> announce something else later on or like to present something else later on was gonna be bigger than it was. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was kind of one of those things where I was like, ah, you set me up, Jeff. Uh, by, oh wait, no, I already talked about that. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 was also announced within that time frame. Uh, it was that, that oh, was my, that was, that was my next to my list. Oh, was it? You're, you're jumping ahead of me. Dude, they're in between here. Weird. I think they got it wrong. <laughs> Way I, to go, Polygon. I definitely did this in order. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so Mortal Kombat 11 was announced. Looks like Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, Psychonauts 2, is that what was next? Was announced or something yes. with Psychonauts, yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna skip f- f- Phil Spencer for a second. Can uh, I can I go ahead and say like the the Psychonauts like uh, th- that studio? <laughs> I love I love that studio. Like their humor du- and stuff like that. Double Fine, yeah, Double yeah. Fine. Like the like the, I got vibes from that. Like I got vibes from uh, like some of their other games that they've put out. Like the what are the puzzle platform that you and I played? The that cave. Yeah, the cave, cave is my favorite. So good. Uh, then Fortnite, they announced the block that we talked about that earlier. Then they announced uh, Nintendo and uh, Reggie Filami came out and announced uh, Persona 5's Joker. It's gonna be in Smash Brothers as DLC. Yep, that's interesting. Like that, the only thing I'll have to say about that is like the, literally Sakurai, the game 
uh, lead guy on, the, on those games is, is seems like he's trying to grab all of the like Japanese developed uh, franchises and like including them in Smash Brothers, like with uh, Castlevania from uh, Konami. <laughs> and now like the Persona was one of the bigger ones of like, oh, this is not represented in the game, so now it is. So yeah. it's fascinating just to see him like reach out to these other third parties, uh, non Nintendo characters, and bring those in. Um, so interesting. There was what Jeff called a first look of survived by. Uh, that was that game where you die and you come back as your your like descendant. And um, you remember that? I don't have that one here, and you, I don't remember it. You don't remember it? No. Mm. Why? What did you watch that I didn't watch? Chris? It was on the it was on the game the game awards. I don't remember seeing that at all. It was very funny. Um, yeah. So uh, there's a game out there called Survived by. And uh, it was, I think it's an early access right now or something like that. That's what it said. Fascinating. Um, so I want to talk for a minute about Phil Spencer. Um, he just came, he came out there. He had a really kind of cool conversation. Yeah. Actually, we'll talk about this later, but there was a really cool thing at the beginning with all yeah. three heads of the studios. Very cool. Um, Phil Spencer uh, came out and talked about Game Pass, Ashen and Below are coming, Winter of Arcade, and Devil May Cry 5's demo is out tomorrow. Uh, first on Xbox, which is really cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was this is the first time I've seen, and I'm sure it's been out for a while, but the first thing, time I've seen a trailer, the trailer slash commercial for Forza Horizon 4's Fortune Island. Yeah. Out December 13th. Looks phenomenal. Yeah, dude. I don't know what's going on in that. No. <laughs> But it looks amazing. It looks really good. I think it's like super, like it's supposed to be like super extreme weather patterns and super extreme environments. Like, yeah, well, well the, yeah. Like, like the things that caught my attention, like just like the lightning, like the that storm. There was uh, the Aurora Borealis, like the, the 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 just driving underneath those looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, there was a couple other things. I don't know. It just looked really extreme. Like that's pretty cool. Um, and then I think that's it. So, uh. Do you have anything else to talk about before we... Uh... I don't think so. Of these, like, nothing was, like, mind-blowing. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my goodness, this one. You know, but it was it was on par or better than, like, last year as far as the announcements go, where I was like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm interested, I think, in a higher percentage of these games. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that are, like, wait and see, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But I mean, Yeah, I mean, the one that I'm most excited... I, uh, the ones I'm most excited about, the uh, Stranger Things, the game, mm -hmm. and then um, the one from... Where did it go? From Supergiant. Yeah. Hades. I think like that, like Hades looks really nice. Like it just depends on what that one is too. Like it's like, oh, it's another wait and wait and see kind of thing. But then the, uh, the one from Hello Games, like the, uh, that, the, what was it called? The, uh, can't remember. Anyway, the Hello Games like short. The Last Campfire. That's right. Yeah. That one like intrigued me. It could also. I mentioned to you. I was like, I also shazammed the song that yeah. was playing during. It was that. funny because like, so you, like you texted me. It was like, oh, I'm really excited about that. And I was like, I was literally just thinking about how much I don't care about that game. Just <laughs> like two completely different reactions. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, either I was like tricked by the uh, the awesome song. Yeah. Or. I'm very into that game, you know, so like, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what that one ends up. I'm very intrigued by that one. I'll keep my eye on it. So especially like it's Hello Games, like the idea of it being Hello Games, like after they came out with No Man's Sky and like yeah. that one was like received horribly yeah. and then they've updated it and updated it until now. It's like people are like, oh, it was actually un in nominated for a game award. It's like, oh, well, that game turned around. Okay. <laughs> you know? um, and so now this is like the next game. And so oh, just interested in it. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move into the actual awards. I'm going to get out of the way. Uh, the eSports 
stuff. Um, and I even like I don't even know. I think I missed like best coach and best something else um, because they ran through them so quickly. There was a few that like few of the actual <laughs> awards where it's just like they, he literally said them. Yeah. And then there were other ones that literally just the announcer voice, like as someone who was coming up on yep. stage, was like, "Oh, they also won this other award tonight." And it's like, when did that happen? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, best esports player was Sonic Fox, best esports team, Cloud9, best esports game, Overwatch, best esports event, the League of Legends World Championship. I think there was a best esports coach that I don't know who won that. Um, and, uh, there, there was one more thing that, oh, best, there was like a best event. No, there was best uh, moment of the year or something that I couldn't catch because it went by too quick. Um, again, I'm not an esports person really, so. I can't really speak intelligently on any of that. Um, all right, let's jump into We're going to do this the way it was announced. Uh, and, and, and I guess, so I guess the order of importance in which the show actually put on them. That's very like, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> Best action game. Which is, this was announced in the pre-show. And I, I'm kind of like, I don't know how in the world some of these get announced in the pre-show. Why some of them get announced as addendums to other awards mm -hmm. and uh which ones like why they don't not all of them get stage time for example weird. like one of the ones that didn't get stage time was best multiplayer game like you yeah. would think right that that one would get it yeah we'll, run, we'll run through that first then we can talk about all that we'll yeah. give our thoughts on the, the show best action game was dead cells best role-playing game monster hunter world best student game it's currently called Combat 2018, and then whenever Jeff was talking to them, they're like, it's going to be called this. And, and they had named it on his something else. Yeah, but I couldn't catch it, and it was another weird name. Didn't like, remember it, yeah. Uh, this is uh, where... But honestly, Combat 2018 like doesn't sound... like It's a very generic True, name, definitely. You know? Well, it was a student game. It's like this, is, this was their project. That's true. They didn't need a fancy it's name. It's their combat name from 2018. Um. Then, at this point in the show, Red Dead Redemption started cleaning up. Yeah. Best narrative, Red Dead Redemption 2. Best performance, Roger Clark from Red Dead Redemption 2 as Arthur Morgan. So good. So good. What's it's, fascinating about that is, like, I'm always intrigued by, like, uh, voice actors, like, whenever they come up on stage, yeah. it's like, okay, how much of, like, how much of this was you completely creating something new and how much of this as a, as a voice you. actor is, like, just you? And it's, like, yeah. it's fascinating to have that happen where, like, this, like, this... I very like I didn't get very much Arthur Morgan at all oh, no. from him. He was he's either Scottish or Irish. I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Um and Arthur Morgan is not. Yeah. You know, and so like and and even like the timbre and tone of his voice is different than Arthur's yeah. to an extent. There was one thing he said, I can't remember, it was whenever he was talking about his wife uh, or his kids, and he said something, and I was like, that sounds like Arthur Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. But like none of the rest of it did. Whereas uh the gentleman who and the voice actor who played um uh, what's his face from God of War? Kratos. Kratos. Uh, he sounded exactly like him. Like that's yeah. that's him. And what's fascinating <laughs> about that one is like it's like oh my gosh, like the like he was. I feel like he was like putting on where he's like oh you know I'm I'm like even like trying to make this even more like Kratos is giving away this award. At I think he points, did at one you know? point, but I don't yeah. think the rest of it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it's funny, man. But like, it's fascinating. Like I'm always interested in that. Of like, okay, how much is? And they actually had like an interview. Like, uh, whenever they would were announcing this category, yeah. they had, like some footage of like the people talking about their roles and like yeah. that sort of thing. And uh, uh, Cassandra from uh, mm. from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I was also like, oh my goodness, yeah, that's completely different than her voice yeah. in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Which I think is cool. Like, yeah. it's, 
I mean, it's it's a talent, man. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, best score slash music, Red Dead Redemption 2. Best audio design, Red Dead Redemption 2. The soundtrack, I was I was like, ah, that's that was the only one, the only award where yeah. I was like, ah, that's like Celeste in my mind is like just yeah. a, a better soundtrack. Possibly. This is the thing. The song, like for instance, the music, a lot of the music that they played in Red Dead Redemption 2, I haven't gotten to yet. It's true. Well, and honestly, like as I go forward in the story, like in some of those story missions, there has been more music where I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, that's that's a cool. Yeah. But nothing so far. And even like whenever I listen, like the beginning of what they they were playing of the soundtrack, they yeah. played like a medley of uh, during the show. I even was kind of like, just well, it's, just, it's not as not as iconic as the original Red Dead Redemption's music not, was. Not yet, at least. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I guess because I'm, I'm gonna preface that with I am in chapter two out of that's true. Like what is it? Six, six main and two epilogues. So like mm-hmm. I'm not even a quarter of the way through. Yeah. So. um so we shall see. We'll see. And uh, my other point with that was like Dead Cells is, or not Dead Cells, Celeste, that type of music is just like right up our alley. Like yeah. that's the kind of music we listen to anyway. Yeah. Whereas I'm not sure that that's primarily like the uh, the style that other people would enjoy. Yeah. You figure like, okay, more people can attach to like a uh, Western style uh, guitar, like and fiddle and like, other, like more people can attach to that music than the kind of synth orchestra esque stuff yeah. from like a Celeste, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the one where I was like, ah, man, that's a bummer. Cause like the Celeste music iconic, like that's one of my favorite, not only favorite soundtracks, but like that, that could arguably be my favorite album this year. So yeah, just in general. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only one that I was like, ah, continue, Chris. Uh, best art direction, return of the Oberdin, which I need to play that game. Dude. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Uh, best mobile game, Florence. Super happy about that. I literally was so happy about this yeah. because we had the discussion whenever we were doing the the rundown of the stuff where we yeah. were like, oh, now Fortnite's going to get it. And I was like, I hate that. I hate that like this art game is not going to you know get it from yeah. from, from Fortnite. And nope. The art Florence game won. got it. Yep. Best VR AR game, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah. Nin- um, I was bummed that Beat Saber didn't get it. Yeah. I love that game. I just there's so much buzz about like this Astrobot thing of about it no, being I've never, I've never played it. Being the uh the Mario 64 of VR and I'm like, well, people love it. Yeah. So, content creator of the year, Ninja, deservedly so. Um I uh I think that um it's on that front. It's it's cool to see uh someone like ninja breaking into the larger cultural like discussion yeah and you know like where he is he's on the cover of espn magazine and he's being interviewed on major news outlets we talked about he's on the ellen show it's like yeah. i feel like once you like reach that point of like oh i'm you know yeah. household name you know he is a household name and so it's yeah it's and i and i feel like and he's uh he has um I think he's gotten a lot of press for the right reasons rather than the wrong reasons. You know, like you think of, uh, I, they, he was at the beginning of the show this year. I can't remember his name, but the creator of um, the, uh, um, uh, man, I can't remember the, 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 the game. Joseph Ferris? Yes. He, when, last year he was like, you know, F the Oscars. Yeah. You know? That's getting press arguably for the wrong reasons. Um, and... I don't want him to be necessarily the face of gaming, gaming to the world. Whereas I feel like 
uh, Ninja has at least tried to do his best to represent the larger cultural like, gaming space in a respectful way. Yeah. I think like, like yeah, you're a lot of streamers like will like there's there's this like diverging thing of like oh there's you know the the shocking streamers or like the you know then there's yeah. the, the the streamers that are like oh this is good content or whatever it's yeah. like you know that that skews like you always hope yeah. that like the people who break through into the main consciousness are representing it in such a way as to not be like a you know one of the the shocking you know side yeah, of it's things. like it's like so. I'd rather it be ninja than PewDiePie you know yeah um. And I do enjoy his stuff. Like I, I watch, I watch his streams. Yeah. Not all of them, obviously. Cause it's like five a day. But I mean, like that's the other thing. Like streamers, like man, they, there's such a schedule that you keep with like yeah. streaming and stuff like that. I, that's the other thing. content creator of the year. This year is all streamers. Like this one yep. was the like trending gamer or whatever. And there have been um, other other like oh here's somebody who is a uh, a Greg, podcaster. Yeah, like Greg Miller won. Right. Was it last year or two years uh, ago? Two years ago. Yeah. And then there was like oh I think. Uh, um, Mr. Dr. Disrespect won last year. Yeah. And so he was a streamer as well. Like I yeah. feel like streamers have taken over that category yeah. for this year at the very least. Because this year, streaming and content creators, uh, like streamers, have become like, again, in the main consciousness. Whereas like the majority of people know a streamer. Yeah. or so. Yeah. And watch one. Yeah. Um, best debut indie game was The Messenger. Yeah. I thought this one was going to win best indie game like overall as well. Um, but it like I it will it get there. Had a lot of buzz. Best so. fighting game was Dragon Ball Fighters. Best family game, Overcooked Two. Surprise! I know. What was the other category? What was the game in there that we thought uh, was gonna... Nintendo Labo was in there? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there was a few of them that were in there that I was like, oh man, it could be almost any of these. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to find that where that one is. Um. But yeah, it's like it, like that one specifically. It was like Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Starlink, Super Mario Party, and then Overcooked Two. Like this is the odd person. Yeah. Like this is the like indie game amongst <laughs> these like ma- like Ubisoft published Starlink and then Nintendo published all of the others. Yeah, like this is a a good one. I like it. Yeah, best strategy game Into the Breach. Yeah. Best independent game Celeste. Yeah. Also won Games for Impact Award. Yeah, that was one of the ones that the announcer yep. like said as they came That's up. The first this time they did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, they also won this. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's like okay, sweet. Where was that? Like that yeah. was yeah. Uh, How did you prioritize well, also, these? Did they know that before you announced that right then? Right. Or I don't know. It's like I don't see any of them carrying around another award, like a second award. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped that it won that. Like oh, I, yeah. I th- it was. Uh, Whenever it didn't win earlier in the night, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if it's going to win anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, best independent game, Games for Impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally think it deserves both those. Love uh, that game. If you haven't played that game, go play that game. It's great. I'm, I'm going to download it tonight. I also loved like the uh, like the developer. It's on sale right now. Their speech was good, but like also like the way that that game was developed was they had this whole, like they had the game and then they like, it was supposed to come out yeah. and then they were like, wait we have this narrative that we have like thought of where it matches like the gameplay. We need to ins- like figure out how to f- fit this narrative along with this other things. And so then literally they like doubled the size of the game, delayed the game by like a year and a half and like put in this narrative. Like, and so it's, I don't know. It's just, just such a weird story for a development of that game. And yeah. the way that it came out is magnificent. So that's awesome. Best sports racing game, Forza Horizon four. Amazing Love it. game. Love it. it. Like if that one hadn't won, I would have been bummed. Yeah, as well. 
Oh, definitely. Like, well, I mean, what's funny is best sports racing game. It was the only racing game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just basically like, how do we put this in a group somewhere? Sports games. Of course. Fits there. Best game direction, God of War. Yeah. Corey best Barlow. action adventure game, God of War. Yeah. I'm surprised that I'm honestly surprised about the action adventure game part. Like I, I thought that uh, like Assassin's Creed would probably win win something like that. Like yeah, like there's I, more I, exploration, more adventure. I feel like in that game. I think that um, action adventure is a is a weird category anyway, because it's like what is really the defining? What's the difference between an action adventure game and an adventure game, or an action game. or an action game? If you're a straight up action game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily make you an adventure game. Right. But it's, just, it's a combination of the two. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird category. But uh, yeah, God of War. Because I, like, I, th- I think Spider-Man totally could have won too. Yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, especially for like action. Like if you focus more on the action, it's like, oh, Spider-Man. Well, like, and, but I had a, so much exploration, open world exploration. I do get the idea that like God of War had a has such a tight balance between combat and like storytelling and exploration that mm. like it's arguably it could win all of these categories yeah. but like again if you focus more on like the action side of it it's like well spider-man could like yeah i don't know uh best ongoing game fortnite yeah and best multiplayer game fortnite yeah that was the, the second ongoing time game was the one that got the stage time yeah. why why didn't multiplayer i don't know that seems like a huge well award and you think about like the things best mul- multiplayer game they're up against call of duty yeah and overwatch yeah Whereas, like, best ongoing game, they're up against Destiny 2, which is, like, it hasn't sure. had great press. No Man's Sky yeah. hasn't had great press. Like, Overwatch, that's, like, three years old. Yeah. And Tom Clancy uh, Rainbow Six. Super old It's, again. like, super old again. Like, so it's, like, the, the the level of, like, well, of course Fortnite is the best ongoing game. Like, yeah. if they hadn't won that category, it would have been a bummer. But best multiplayer game, like, that seems like that would have been... I feel like it was only know. there because, like, Jeff made a big deal about that specific category in the opening video for the night mm. as, like, the new thing, the new... You know? I mean, ongoing game is is a bigger thing. Like people are shifting, like they're shifting Destiny Two to be an a more ongoing game. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, game of the year was God of War. Yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, I thought I thought Red Dead was going to clean that one up. Dude. I mean, they I mean they were cleaning up earlier in the night, and then God of War kind of swept the end. It's yeah. funny how like that kind of stuff happens. Uh, I mean, it happens in the Oscars. It happens, you know, every kind of award show. There's always this kind of meta story of yeah. like. Ooh, like what? Which awards do all these mm-hmm. different games win? I mean, and it's not taking anything away from um, from Red Dead to be like, no. I mean, I mean they got best narrative, man. Best, like, yeah, they got best narrative, best voice acting, yeah, best audios and music. Like, it's like those are just you still won four times. Yeah, there are other games in this list who were nominated multiple times. They right. won nothing. Right. You know? well, I mean, and then you know you have like the audio side of things, like yeah. having the Dolby Atmos on. Like now, like I mean, not, it, the Dolby Atmos isn't on that game, I don't believe, but like unless it is, I uh, don't know, on Red Dead, uh, well, it's, the it's headphones still, just in general like are well, fantastic. It's still, it's still it's your decoder, so like whenever you use a little Dolby Atmos, yeah, it will decode whatever they put in there. So the surround sound is still decoded by Dolby Atmos. Yeah. It just may not have been mixed in Dolby Atmos in the first place, but it still, to me... Feels like on, something's behind e- me. Even on games that uh, that weren't mixed in Dolby Atmos still sound better on Dolby Atmos than the other Xbox surround sound. Agreed. And, like, the idea of that game, like, I, I having the headphones on, I totally understand why that one, oh, like, yeah. the sound mix... Because, like, if I'm in any environment in that, yeah. it sounds completely different. Like, I was up in the snow-covered mountains up there in the crunch of the snow, like, these birds that are chirping and stuff yep. like that, and then, like... 
oh my gosh, and the crunch <laughs> of the ice whenever I'm like on an icy surface versus like the summery or the swampy place where it's like I can almost hear the steam. Yeah. You I'll know? tell you what, like um, whenever I'm not wearing my he- headset, sometimes my horse will get spooked. I'm like, what in the heck? What are you doing? And then whenever I have my headset, I'm like, holy crap, that's a <laughs> rattlesnake right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, like it's it's uh, the uh, I feel like you know Red Dead cleaned up in a lot of categories there. But then like Game of the Year, like as far as at this point for me, like I haven't finished Red Dead. I'm ex- yeah. I'm interested to see how it all pans out whenever I fit, like, finish Red Dead. Right, yeah. Red Dead one favorite game of all time, right there, like or top five, I should say. Yeah. I don't know what order they're in, but yeah. um, God of War also in my top five. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. I don't know where Red Dead 2 nets out at this point um, because like God of War just nailed every single aspect of it from like the combat and the gameplay to the story and the exploit. Like it's so it's such a tight experience. Yeah. And it's more of a gamey game than Red Dead 2 is. Like where Red Dead 2 is like, oh, the 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 experience mm-hmm. of Red Dead 2 of like, oh, let's watch people walk around and like it's very like, oh, let me, you know, travel across the entire map or whatever. It's not a really gamey game. Whereas like God of War, you're like, there's a treasure chest up there. I'm gonna figure out how to get to it. You know, it's like <laughs> it's just such a such a difference of like approach yeah. that I totally like right now for me, like God of War is my game personal game of the year, but yeah. we'll see how that nets out in the next few weeks as yeah. i finish red dead well they they uh the industry seems to think so they won game of the year game awards um overall i feel like this show uh was the best one that we've seen mm-hmm. um it was it's a step up in every every aspect both yeah. the uh the, the presentation the uh music uh jeff's we've talked about like in previous years you know just like a lot better presenter and mm-hmm. um host than he was i think the only thing that we could change like in terms of the host like if you actually did have a guest host, you know, like the Oscars yeah. has a different, you know, like Kevin Hart's doing it this year, yeah. you know, and Ellen's done it in a couple of years you know, ago. It was like, if we had a guest host, I think that might um, make th- it a little. Think about like the Dice Awards. They do have a guest host. They have like uh, video game personalities. I think like Greg Miller and Jessica Chobot did it one, you know, yeah. one year. But I think like, you know, you saw people like Jonah Hill here. Like, I mean, you get bigger names. I mean, and have them host the show. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting parts to me were things like uh ninja and pepe yeah. the uh the muppet you know like whenever they did shake it up from jeff pepe like, is amazing yeah well no yeah number one pepe is amazing can we just have pepe host everything yeah exactly definitely yes um but again i'm like okay this that was a nice refreshing change yeah. from jeff uh staying here talking about it i i still like i think he's valuable you know to open the show probably close the show and and then do like the developer interviews and stuff like that like that it's nice whenever he's sitting there talking to phil spencer or uh these guys from these games um who have won but um in terms of just hosting i would love to see something you know some kind of star power there Mm -hmm. i mean it's interesting like i remember the first year that we talked about the game awards on this podcast i don't think i watched it that year i think you were the only one Mm -hmm. that like watched it because it was like it was like forgot about that yeah it was like the first year that they weren't on the or maybe they were like it was the last year that they were on tv or whatever Yeah, they were on Spike TV. Um, I remember, like, you were very, you know, very, like, very, very critical of like him Ugh. as a presenter of being like, dude, like this, dude, like he's like <laughs> yeah. we, can't, like it was so many awkward moments, like yeah. we, we can't have this happen. And like looking at this year, it's like you never, like, I looked at it and I was like, dude, I can't believe that that conversation was about the same 
yeah. like presenter in the same like set of awards and stuff like that. It's man, he's he's honed his yeah. game. And I agree, like his like where he shines the most was like in that conversation with Phil Spencer, where it's like he clearly had like b- marketing beats that he Microsoft wanted them to get to where it's like, oh, you know, Phil's got uh wanted to talk about like Devil May or not Devil May Cry, um was it called? Uh, the game that they were talking about at that time, where it's it debuted on the Microsoft stage back at E3, and like they made a, they Devil connected. May Cry. Was it Devil May Cry Five? Yeah. Okay. They they connected all these dots that like in this conversation in such a natural way, yeah. where I was like, this is just a cool conversation, and then all of a sudden they like lead into a trailer, and I'm like, they both knew that they needed to get here, oh, definitely, yeah, and they got here in a supernatural way because yeah. they're both like really good at this, yeah. So like having that, you know. I mean, said he shines in those moments. He, him trying to like wrangle uh, Joseph Ferris both last year and yeah. this year. Like, it's like, oh my goodness. Like, the fact that they put him on first this year is like that. See, and, and, <laughs> and, and that's the kind of the stuff that I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. Cause, like, you know, they're just looking for another, another like weird situation with him. Well, you know, it's like this feels yeah. contrived to possibly like, oh, he could, what is he going to say this year? I'm like, that's not. And he was even leading him into those types of questions like, you know, how does this compare to other award shows and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't know. That seemed gimmicky to me. I also thought like at the same time I was like, okay, so you had this person that literally like, I mean, sure you got publicity from it, but you're right. It's like the weirdest like wrong, like where you're literally insulting this other like this, well, how would we this feel- person insulted the other this other show, right? Yeah. How would we feel if someone got up at the Oscars and said, "F the Game Awards," right? You know, and and like to to have him on again, like kind of was like, oh well, no, that was okay that you did that. Yeah, well, and it's like, oh, you the yeah. the, the misbehavior, like the, the weird like weird way that you weird position you put the game awards in yeah. is okay because we're having you on here now again. Right. It's like, it's almost like a make good. And I'm like, I don't know. How, I don't know if that's a good, I don't know if it's a good look yeah, basically. I agree with that. Um, and then, you know, again, like, I think I saw like an interview at backstage as well. Like, or I like, and he was like really weird. Yosef Ferris was very like backstage last year. Ba- yeah. With like yeah, some last of the year people he was back, t- he was, backstage. He was totally drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I mean, it was just very, <laughs> I don't know, like to have him on again is like oh that's exactly just yeah a weird so, one. I, you know it was weird um, overall like I feel like the this this um, where I want to take this conversation and we uh, but we'll get there is I feel like this should be like more like the Oscars or more like a traditional award show mm-hmm. and I know Jeff has said like after the, the after the comment last year after the Os- the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, like, I don't know if it was just like a, hey, you know, we're we're not trying to stir up something. We're not even trying to be the Oscars, you know. Like, mm-hmm. we're not. I think he's, he he made that quote, like, we're, we're not trying to be the Oscars, mm-hmm. uh, the Academy Awards. And it's like, okay, cool, but I kind of feel like they should at least get there. And I think like they're starting to get more people's attention. Like they had Hans Zimmer there, mm-hmm. and they had the Russo brothers there, dude. That and opening the song there. was so good, it was so good. Because you had like you had you had, you had uh, Hans Zimmer uh-huh. rocking a guitar, yeah. Leonard Rain like rocking on keyboards, yeah. and it's like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Yeah, it was really cool, and um, and so you have all those people here, Jonah Hill pre- uh, presenting, um, that you're starting to get more people, but then you cram your show full of marketing for these games and studios, mm. um, it's a little weird. It's not mm-hmm. as much of a celebration of games as it should be. It does celebrate games, mm-hmm. but when you're literally cramming, and some of them, like we said, are subpar 
announcements just for the sake of being able to slap a world premiere label mm-hmm. on it and yeah. say we had we had you know so many world premieres you mm-hmm. know I'm like okay cool but it was a Rocket League DLC like they usually announce that on Twitter with a 30 second trailer you know we don't need rather it rather than that same 30 second trailer in the game awards the game first awards. at yeah. the same time it's dropping on Facebook probably like, who cares? you know you yeah. know like uh and 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 you look at the the at least the response on chat from the viewership scene be like that didn't resonate with mm-hmm. it probably only resonated with people who play Rocket League that's me sure <laughs> I, and I understand that. <laughs> no, I know. That's I get not, it. The, that's I, not what the game awards are for. Yeah, exactly. You know? And the, the thing is, like, I would have watched that trailer on Facebook tomorrow morning if yeah. it wasn't here. And it's like, it would have saved me 30 seconds yeah. of this you know, or more because you have to have the transition and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm with you where it's like it, and it, near the end of the show, it felt like we had more commercials just like you do in some of like the Oscars because like before the big one, before Game of the Year or before the Russo brothers come out because that was so like yeah. hyped up to, for some reason. Um, you have all of these commercials and yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, like this is literally just like. Well, and I wonder what the like, I, I wonder what the 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 marketing deals that he makes are because like. Yeah, you do have these sections that are very clearly these are commercial breaks. But then, like, are, does he do the developers also pay him to put their world premieres on there, um, or is that just to get audience? Like, I feel like in maybe, some in but, so many ways, like gamers wouldn't tune in. Like, most gamers don't tune into the Dice Awards, and so it's like, but the, you know, and that's kind of a because uh, they they've been streaming that for the past few years, and so but this is like a way bigger deal than that because people tune in for those announcements. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Like, I think t- going back to have better star power there, I think, you know, he spent all week teasing the announcements, but he also, like, if you were following Jeff and the Game Awards on social media, he talked about Hans Zimmer going to be there and um, uh, Rivers Cuomo from, you know, Weezer, they're going to be there. And uh, Jonah Hill, like, he was... Those that was the stuff yeah. he's teasing. I think that's what gets people to tune in. Hmm. To be like, what what is Jonah Hill actually going to say about games? Hmm. Um, what are the, what are the Russo brothers going to say about this? You know, mm-hmm. like, and I think that's a reason to tune in. Sure, you could have some big announcements if you really like want to, but like, pare them down and maybe those are the quote unquote commercial breaks and we don't yeah. have commercial. It's basically we were having commercial breaks on, on for what felt like commercial breaks. Yeah, you know, ads. Yeah. In between ads, <laughs> I agree. I um, mean, I think about like things like an E3 conference. This is almost a mashup of like an awards show with E3, um, and it doesn't necessarily fit super well together. In that at E3, it's like literally trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer, and whereas in this, like you kind of get that jarring sense of like, oh, and here's an award. Yeah. Oh, and I'm just gonna like read off the a list of these next three because like we don't have time to put them on stage. And I'm like, exactly. well, cut out a couple trailers, and I would much rather have an acceptance speech from you know somebody. The creators of Florence. Yeah, the creators of Florence, yep. rather than just announcing this right now. 100%. I would much rather have like. The uh, you know the the Fortnite crew up there twice, yep. um, you know to to accept two different awards like yep. best multiplayer game, best. Of the, I'd much rather have the Celeste crew up there twice for like games for impact and this thing. Like, yep, it's that's the type of thing that I like from awards shows of like somebody coming up multiple times like they say something different each time because they're like oh my gosh I I can't believe I got both of these things I have something else that I want to say because the first time I was super flustered and I couldn't read my notes and like. And they'll say something like even more profound the second time. And then by the third or fourth time, they're like, I did. Thanks guys. I'm yeah. out. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely. Like, those are the kind of things I watch award shows for. Right. And, and I want that here. It's like, it's kind of like, uh, do you want an award show mm-hmm. or do you want E3? Yeah. And even, like, if we, if we judge this on E3 uh, standards, this is a terrible press conference. Yeah. You I know, mean, like, on, on multiple levels from announcements, like, from the quality of, like, the, yep. uh, the announcements made, as well as, like, from a, like, knowing what context these announcements are in. Uh, you know, it's like so many times I was like, wait, is this new? Is this, like, a new game? Yep. Or is this, like, new footage of an old game that we know about? Is this just a release date, like some of them were? And so. It's like the context behind these announcements, I don't yeah. know, and then also the quality of those announcements. Well, and the, and the, and the worst thing to me is, is the pacing. Like, how, let's count. Let's see how many announcements we actually got. So we, we what they're calling world premieres, we got one, two. I think he said 10. Before, the, before like, last week or whatever, he, he was like, oh, we have 10. Might be more, though. I don't know. Maybe it was just 10 un- unannounced games. Yeah, I think it was 10 unannounced games. But there's 26 uh, what they were calling world premieres in a, what was it, two-and-a-half-hour show. Mm-hmm. And, I- like, we'll walk out of Microsoft with, like, 80 in an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, because it's hit after hit after hit. Exactly. And you- yeah. And, and, and so, like, you look at, yes, the quality, the, the, uh, the quantity – and the pacing of it all, and she's like, well, this is just the worst press conference ever. Well, and then I guess you're right that, like, hey, I'm watching the awards show, and I love uh, the performances this year. Fantastic. Yep. Like, every single one, except for, like, there was, the, there was one where I was like, ah, oh, this went on, a, like, a verse too long, but I'm okay with it because it's, like, a rock song, and I'm down, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't that didn't push my buttons necessarily. But, like, in the years right. past, they've had, like, weird, awkward performances by, yeah. you know, some somebody with some random obscure game that I'm like, I don't who knows this game? Right. You know? And, and but like, those were all fantastic this year because they yeah. had like, oh, they had the actual like artists from those games doing those songs yeah. and it's super cool and yeah. like, they had different arrangements of them. So that was all like spot on. Like, I'm, like that, that needs to stay. That's all, like, that's all amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they have the awards which are amazing. Yeah. Like, and, and like, I love seeing people come up and like, you know, come up and stumble across their words and like get yeah. emotional and almost cry. And like those things are, are, are what I watch this show for. Um, and if you had, like you said, like, a, a, a these are the 10 biggest things. Like these are like the 10 things. And it's like, Oh, you figure that's a minute per that's 10 minutes. Yeah. And you figure well, maybe a half a minute to transition in and out of them. Still, that's only 15 minutes of a show. Like, yeah. well, give me that. Of, and make it some of the fun things was like, yeah, the Fortnite thing was fun. The way we teased that. And yeah. got, you know, like that was fun. Uh, the even though they did it twice, which just kind of makes it not work anymore. But the like, oh, we showed the wrong trailer, or like everything glitches yeah. out. You know, do that once and yeah. do it like that. But that's fine. Like that makes it interesting. Yeah, you know, like do something with Peppy. You know, like that yeah. kind of. You can do them and do them well, um, but you know, I think I'd rather I'd rather see longer like those clips uh, that they were showing about. Um, uh, from fa- what is it? Facebook. Yep. Was it Facebook? Yeah, it was Facebook. Uh, FB.gg uh, is was is, so Facebook sponsored their <laughs> yeah. a, a few uh, profiles. shorts profiles. Yeah, because yeah, they had profiles on like you know somebody who was uh, able um, gamers, able um, gamers. Yeah, and, and like you know somebody who had a, started a uh, group in uh, Pakistan, and then um, another. But like so, like the guy from the Sudan. Yeah. Uh, he created a game, but like. I would have rather spent, you know, like a few more minutes diving into well, what is the impact that the game has had. Yeah. You know, like dive into those stories a little bit more mm-hmm. and 
nicks out some of the crappy reveals that we got. Yeah, and honestly, like uh, that, like Vidoc, that's like that, Vidoc kind of things of like, hey, these are like God of War, Celeste, like these are the games that are the the game of the year. Like whenever they had those uh those kind of moments of like, hey, we're announcing these games and we have the the actors who are like talking about their role or whatever, like that kind of thing. If you extend some of that stuff, those featurettes throughout, I would yeah. be like even more into that. Where it's yeah. like, give me a behind the scenes look of like, what was it like to do Florence? Like, what's yep. this team even like? You know? Yeah, especially if we're celebrating them in that way. And- yeah. And Not I just guess, the winners and either. I, and I guess it comes back to, I, I mentioned that at the top of this discussion, like, it comes back to me, is this a celebration of games or is this a press conference? Yeah. Like, It's trying to be both right now. It's trying to be both. And I think you could celebrate games and still have some big reveals mm-hmm. um, because, like we said, they, they did it in, in several instances. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, you know, overall it just felt too ad heavy and that made it feel too long and boring. Yeah. Um, because eventually you're like, these are not, none of these are heavy hitters. You I think know? it's telling that I missed an announcement because I thought it was a commercial commercial. Yeah. Like I missed one of the big announcements of like, Hey, journey is coming to another platform other than PS4. Like that's a pretty big announcement. Like, yeah. And it, you know, by the terms of like, you know, this, this show, it's like, it's a pretty big announcement. Yeah. Like, but I missed it completely because I thought it was just another ad. And so like, that's, yeah. it's, it's very odd. Like the way that that, that blends together yeah. and it feels like you just kind of watched a bunch of commercials for, for a couple hours well, I, as I, well as some awards. I, also like the, I think another thing, you know, that's interesting. Hmm. This is the first year that we've actually had, not only did he get, you know, it was awesome that he got Phil and Reggie and, um, Andrew House. Uh, yeah, Andrew all on stage. But this is literally the first year that they've all been there. Most sure. of the time it's only Reggie. Yeah. Um, I think Andrew was was there last year, the year before, but one of the years he wasn't, and Phil's never been there. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're starting to he is getting more uh star power there. He's get they're getting more recognition from even, you know, the major players in the industry. And honestly, like, this was the first year where we didn't have a game win or somebody win that it uh, an award wasn't was accepted by someone else. Like, yeah. the past few years we've had, you know, hey, this game won, but so-and-so is going to accept their award for them mm-hmm. because they're not here. Yeah. Like, and so, I mean, people were traveling from, you know, Japan and I'm sure a lot of other places to be there. So, like, this, it's getting more legitimate by the year. Yeah. Um, I just think there are some things that just, you know, still keep it kind of on the fringe of this still feels like it might not be 100% serious. Yeah. And I guess like my thought is like, if it is getting closer and closer uh, every year to what like, Oh, this is, this is more and more entertaining every year. This is more and more like more and more what I want it to be every year. Um, And so like, over time, potentially you need those announcements to get the viewer base of, of, at, on the outset. But then eventually, like I would like to see it transition into you know what it labels itself as as the game awards. Yeah. Because like again, it frustrates me that we didn't see like all of the awards. Well, and like and I, and I and I get it because like you think you know you don't see all of the Academy Awards. That's true. Um, and well, even like there's Dove Awards. Like whenever I like the. Uh, project that I've worked on like with double awards, like uh, the mine was announced at the pre-show or whatever. Yeah. Like, and so it was like, okay, sweet. Yeah. That's, you know, it's like, that's before the actual, this is televised. This is whatever. Cause they have to keep that pretty tight and keep it, you know, yeah. lots of people playing. I mean, so, and, but they go for, you know, like they, uh, it's, it's more for 
entertainment's sake and and more of a celebration and saying, yeah, you do have to stick some of them in, in, in a show, like mm-hmm. a pre-show or like beforehand or an off-site location or something like that, and they'll yeah. run through them. Um, yeah, they'll do like one every commercial break. Yeah. Well, uh, well they, uh, the Academy Awards usually like they – they usually they'll do a they do a whole nother they don't do it in a pre show they do it at a whole nother location, in a dinner somewhere mm. and then they'll show they'll just do a recap of it somewhere in nice. the show. Um, I think that's even better than just a random voice agreed saying they also won blah 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 blah. Um, yeah, because you're right. My initial thought was, well, well did, did they know that? <laughs> you yeah, know? I know. Did they get that award? <laughs> uh, can, are we, we the only ones that hear that? I can't prove that they got that award. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it anywhere. Um, I, like, and the things that make it feel more like an awards ceremony or more is like, is things that have, like, make it feel like more like the Oscars. And we're just kind of like, well, let's just. Just if that's what it is, then let's just emulate that. Yeah. And I know that like they, you know, they struggle with the Oscars viewership year after year. Um, I don't think that's the fault of the format. I think that's the fault of you know the the movies that are up for awards and the sometimes the presenter and like again the star power that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing that restricts that. I also think like the method of like. This is on your television on one channel, um, you know, th- that at, at a specific moment in time or whatever. Whereas, like, now, like, with this, people are, like, IGN has the stream, like, hosted somewhere. Yeah. Like, every site has the stream hosted somewhere. So, like, you get more viewers because it's going broad with their, like, yeah. their streaming. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and to to counteract what we've been saying, I do think the reason places like IGN and GameSpot – like they carry it because of the announcements, because it's newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying get rid of them entirely. In recap, I'm just I think that you could be more intentional about the ones you do use. Get rid of the commercial breaks, like in between award or uh, in between world premieres, <laughs> and uh, spend more time on the, the the things that actually made it a special mm-hmm. event. No one's gonna remember. No one's going to walk out of here and remember the trailers that we saw. You're going to remember the cool, like, vocoder, you know, performance um, from, I don't even know what game that was. It was amazing. Um, I think it's an upcoming game. Um, or you're going to remember Hans Zimmer playing guitar. You're going to remember uh, Peppy and Ninja <laughs> yeah. know, making jokes. Like, yeah. those are the things you you're remember. You're going to remember the awesome, like, acceptance speech that, uh, that the, that, you Celeste know, team. Fortnite and, and like, Fortnite, you yeah. know, Corey Barlog. You're, like, you're going to remember those moments of like, yep. oh, these are, these are cool people talking about the, the craft and, and thanking yeah. the people that, like, well, have so made them a big deal. We see these people behind the games that we love. It's true. And it's really cool to, 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 to relate to them on a, human level as well mm-hmm. as like appreciating their the art that they create yeah. well they gave the lifetime achievement award i thought that was a really cool yeah. cool thing like where it's like he literally got up there and was like i don't like the spotlight um this yep. is this is a little uh out of out of my comfort zone for me but i'm yeah. here yeah. and uh working on these games has been amazing so yeah. you know it's like that's that's a really cool cool thing yeah. to to honor those people and i just wish that there was a little bit a little bit more of that uh, percentage-wise yep. compared to the uh, the kind of just standard trailers. Yeah. All right. What are we talking about next week? Do we know? No. 
Wait. Into the Spider-Verse. I won't be here next week. Oh, though. crap. I need to figure out. Um, I need to figure that out. It's funny. I tried. Like, there was a, uh, a pre-screening that I knew was going to happen, but uh, but I couldn't, like, couldn't finagle us a seat. Bummer. To the pre-screening. Can we just show up? I don't know. Like, maybe. Maybe they'd be like, what, oh, you guys go ahead. It? You guys. Maybe if we dress up like Spider-Man. You what know? day is it? Uh, I think it's like I Tuesday or something suit. like that. It's, uh, it's, it's this upcoming week. So, anyway. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll figure out uh, next week, and uh, you'll get a podcast. Yeah. I mean, if we don't <laughs> review Into the Spider Verse uh, next week or whatever, like we'll review it at some point in the future. Like that's one of my like that is my most anticipated movie of this I know. year. It looks phenomenal, and it's been getting really good reviews. Yeah, it's, it's, it has like a hundred on nominated for, right now. Nominated for the Golden Globes, like as best animated feature, yep. which is like oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, let me check Rotten Tomatoes just so I'm not. But last time I checked, it had a hundred. Ah oh, man. Right. I like this oh, the art style being so different I'm so into that the humor sounds like it's so so good ah, with the trailers I don't want opening I want next week right yeah so th- it'll uh, soon. Yep. Thir- Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse has a 100 right now oh, man. let's see reviews it has oh man. Um, oh man they're basing that off of plus I love Miles Morales basing it off of 71 reviews that's still that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot of reviews it, ha- it has 71 all positive reviews that is that is a lot that's crazy uh, and that's a lot for for especially that to i want to see something that's actually certified fresh so ralph breaks the internet it has an 89 mm-hmm. um how many total it's like 201 so we're we're like maybe a a third of the way through the critics to self review it i'm interested to see like because it's superhero anything right yeah you get people who review these things who are just like ah it's you know they just don't like superhero things by the crap yeah and so like they just like they basically like downvote because it's a superhero thing or because it's like oh this is just a fun popcorn click or they upvote it because because it's nothing like a star wars movie than it should be yeah yeah well i mean but yeah you get like you get these outliers of like people who are just like contrarian uh just in general yeah and so we'll see. I'm interested to see if this movie gets that because animated theatrical release Spider-Man movie with a fantastic never before seen art style. What? That looks amazing. What? Can't wait. Anyway. Um you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com on Twitter at Chris Wright. Wait. And John Wright 777. We always do this. We need to run through a few episodes of the uh podcast. That's right. 15 Get episodes. Brief. Do you know Fear, this podcast is like beefy. How long is it? It's, uh, this is we're working on a hundred minutes right oh, now. Good grief! <laughs> it's so late right now. It's very late. Oddly enough, though, I don't feel super tired. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if you're gonna make it home before Red Dead Online. Crap, dude. Nope. I'm not, I mean, if it, if it stops at two, I'm not at yep. this point. Yep. I wonder if you oh. can log in on my account downstairs on my yes. Xbox before you leave. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Just look behind the curtain, folks. Trying to find uh, Stay on Target. Uh, you know, do you remember where we left off? Oh, that is a good question. No, I have no idea. Um, uh, let's look at last week's and see what I said in the description. Okay, so we left off at 150. Okay. So we're going to start 151 through 150, no, 165. Yeah. All right. 151. We're doing our countdown to episode 300. Talking through all of our past episodes. Episode 151 on March 31st of 2016 was Disney Infinity 3.0 Marvel Battlegrounds Playset Review. Remember to play that? Single tier. That seems like yesterday. Yeah, it does. 
Now that um, game's, RIP game doesn't even exist anymore. Disney Infinity. I haven't deleted it off of my console yet. Why would you? I don't know. You can still play it. I mean, yeah. Did you ever finish that game? I that, finished that some expansion? of the stuff, so yeah, I finished finished uh, some of like I finished basically everything I was going to on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, episode one fifty two was Rogue One: A Star Wars Story trailer review. <laughs> nice. We used to do a lot of trailer reviews. Uh, episode one fifty three was We Want to Play Stardew Valley. Have you ever wanted something that you couldn't have? That's how I feel about Stardew Valley because we don't have PCs. Now that it's on other things besides PC, guess who's only played. Stardew Valley once. Me. I played it a few times. I couldn't figure it out, man. Episode 154. What's up with the PS4.5K Neo? What in the world was that? Is that what they were calling the uh, PS4 Pro? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> they had the Morpheus, which was like yeah. the, uh, the uh, headset. But yeah. And the Huntsman's Winter War mini review. That was a, that was a decent movie. Episode 155, PAX East and Nintendo NX release window and Doom and Mirror's Edge betas. Lots of stuff there. Um, oh, man. Fultron shared his story of PAX East, which That's is awesome. cool. Episode 156, the infamous Captain America. Wait, no, never mind. This that isn't was, the infamous this is, one. This isn't the infamous one. Well, that was way earlier then. That was way earlier, yeah. Uh, 156, Captain America Civil War review. Yeah, an okay movie. An okay movie <laughs> that I probably won't watch again. Uh, episode 157, Rocket League Hoops Review. Oh, man. That's so good. That, is that still a mode? Yeah. Uh, plus Disney Infinity's cancellation. Literally Li- like four episodes <laughs> later, five episodes later. <laughs> After our Battlegrounds Yeah, six movie. episodes. Six episodes oh were in gosh. between those two. Mm. That's the worst. Things changed very quickly. Very right? fast. Way downhill. Uh, episode 158, Darwin Cook's Legacy. After Darwin Cook passed away. Uh, and the nice guys in the Jungle Book mini reviews. Oh man, the nice guys. Jungle Book too, man. I recently watched the Jungle Book. It's it's good. It's not the best. It's really good. It's, I mean, it's good. It's whatever. I like it a lot. I still prefer the original. If I'm uh, gonna watch it, I don't know. I mean, like I, I I this one made very good updates to the original. All right. Uh, episode 159, X Men Apocalypse review, and Star Wars. P-O-T-W? What is that? Picks of the week. There it is. Oh, my goodness, dude. Good grief. Uh, Episode 160, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review, Out of the Shadows review. Nice. And Popstar Never Stop Stopping. Mini review. Mini review. Mm -hmm. Uh, Episode 161, Warcraft movie review. Man, you think they're going to make another one of those? Nah. No? Nah. I don't a, think it, it did a, well it enough. It was a good movie. It was a good movie, I agree. But it didn't do well enough in theaters. Episode 162, the E3 2016 extravaganza. That was a two-hour long podcast. Yeah. Episode 163, Independence Day Resurgence Review. That oh, was man. two years ago? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Good grief. Episode 164, PlayStation VR hands-on experience. We went to Best Buy and played that. That was fun. It was really fun. Episode 165, Games we're buying this fall, 2016 edition, and summer game sales. That's right. When did we do that? In July, we were already talking about that stuff. I mean, that's that's the thing is I feel like I pre-gamed all of my fall uh, like sale or purchases way more than I do now. Yeah. Like nowadays, I'm just like, oh, is there? Oh, do I have money? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, is there? Or, don't, don't have the money. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
that's that. We'll uh, keep talking about those until we hit episode 300. Nine episodes. We have to figure out if we're doing anything. We we should do something. We should do something. We'll we'll figure it out. Talk about it off 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 mic. Okay. Or next week's show. That's right. I'll make plans. Bunch of plans without you. (laughs) While you're not here. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) You just tell me what what I'm doing. Okay. Here, John. Read this. Uh, please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.